This is Justin. This is Adrian. And you're listening to For the Culture Podcast. Those two bitches that left, they better learn how to sell pussy in Iceland. Because if I ever see them again, I'm going to slice their fucking throats. We are family. And, and that's, that's what, what we're, we're going to stay. Maybe you say, go out there and shake your asses proper. <laughs> what the, how do you shake your ass proper? <laughs> it has to be completely correct, okay? 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 Come on, B. <laughs> she said she got them together, honey. Okay, come. And if y'all don't know where that is referenced from, that is my girl Dorinda um, from the infamous movie Truck Turner. Um, one of my good friends, Ian, was the one that shared me. Shared, shared that with He you. shared it to me a long time ago. And I cannot think of the actress name, but she was the first actress to kiss a white man on TV. What? Yeah, she was on Star Trek. I cannot think of her name. Oh, okay. Oh, we got to look up her name because I cannot. (laughs) Dorinda on Truck Turner. She was getting the girls. (laughs) And that that clip is like iconic. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, What is her name? She said, your ass belongs to me. Your ass belongs to me. I decide what you can do with it. Uh, Nichelle Nichols. (laughs) Nichelle Nichols. She was, yeah. So, if you have not... Type it in on YouTube. Type in um, Truck Turner Best Moments. Ugh, Truck Turner, Dorinda Takes Control. Yes. Michelle she... Nichols. Yeah, she is an American actress, singer, and voice artist. She is everything. Um, I love her. I love her so much. Is she Is she still alive? No, that was great to watch. Yeah, it was. It, it was funny as hell. And it made complete sense because I can see B doing that. I can see that. But uh, we're back with another episode of For the Culture Podcast. Okay. With our new time and day. Well, our new day. <laughs> okay. New day on a Wednesday, honey. The weekends be a they lot. They kick our ass. They do. <laughs> they kick Adrian's ass in the club and they kick my ass with all these TV shows and shit to review. <laughs> And then coming back off some shit. So, girl, we are here Wednesdays. Yes, and we we were just talking about the fact that we have to set up even more boundaries Mm -hmm. with what we do just because consuming so much content and creating so much content Mm -hmm. is very, very taxing. And so, a lot of times we don't realize it. And it gets a little bit kind of crazy, so we have to tone it back in. Yes. And take a week off or some shit sometimes. Listen, I had put a Facebook status up out there because a lot of things... Took place, and since we're talking about we're going to go ahead and hop into... Miss Weekend. Okay, because this weekend was traumatic as hell for me. Um, I had a friend who... Well, two friends that I've been dealing with. Well, one uh, for two weeks and another one um, just over the weekend. Um, it was a situation... Because, you know, I talk about a lot of sexual health, sexual positivity, all that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I had two people reach out to me that were trying to get, you know, some help try to get tested. And I'm always interested in taking... Um, black gay men to go get tested. I'm mm-hmm. always interested when they're trying to learn about you know their status and their sexual health. So it was just so much going through uh, with these two gentlemen who both live in the South and their family is both religious um, and their parents both don't know about their um, sexuality. Right. Like they don't know about they how you know what they like and trying to go get them tested without them paying and without them using insurance because they both had access to insurance. But if you use your insurance for certain things... Your parents will. They won't see what necessary... They can't see what drugs you've been offering, this and that, or they can just see what doctor you went to because it's going to show up in the bill. Right. Uh, Which is garbage as hell, and I feel like it needs to be some type of parameters for that shit. It needs to be be something about that. 
because that, that shit was garbage. Yeah. Um, so, you know, one of them was, you know, both of them were kind of sure they had, you know, something going on and they just wanted to make sure what was going on. So it was just trash going to one place and getting turned around and going to another place and saying they were too full. Or and they don't have enough resources. Or yeah, they don't know where it, the fuck to go. It was the worst. And no one wants to go to the health department. No one wants to go to the health department. Yeah, right. It's so much stigma around there. Right. Um, but luckily, both of my both of them are doing great. They, you know, got tested, treated because treatment is prevention. And we have to rem- we have to remember that like stigma is what is it's actually, gonna kill us. It is. <laughs> That's what it is. It, it was stigma, and then sex shaming is where because it's something that we like to do, but we shame people for being interested in it or even talking about it. So the fact that you're getting an STI or disease, whatever, a virus or whatever you want to call it, from sex. It's already, like, we already stigmatized sex when mm-hmm. you get something from it, or you even thinking of it. Sometimes, when you even think about getting tested, people see stigmatize that. Yeah. Oh, like, what you what, doing? What you need, what you got. So, what you been doing? Like, having sex? <laughs> that, like, There's billions like, of people on this like, planet. Having, this, all my, this, this for all my freaking hoes. Ain't that what Cardi B said? <laughs> like, and bitch, I'm one of them hoes. So, I mean, that's why I try to make myself talk about sex on all of my platforms and stuff, especially on this one, because it's important that we get out of there, because the more comfortable we're talking about sex, the more people are comfortable sharing other things they're doing. Because like I tell for my black queer men who go get tested um, for who go to like their regular primary care physician, Mm -hmm. they don't treat us like, you know, queer men or gay men. They treat us like heterosexuals. So they don't test us, our anuses and other things. They don't know how we have sex. Right. They don't think they're like, a lot of us do some, some, some shit, like some extra shit Mm -hmm. and they don't treat us like that. So the first time I went to a, Queer doctor, he was asking me about, like, do I have anal sex? Do I, like, am I penetrated? Or do I do the penetration? So he can know how to test me and what to test me for. Because there's so many things. Right. Like, you need your asshole swab. And I, and I hate talking about this, like, but it's so but it's quick. necessary. It's yeah, necessary. it's so necessary. So I know it's like, oh, my God, bitch, I ain't coming in for this, bitch. I want to hear you talk about Beachella. <laughs> we'll get to that. But this is important as well. because I, I get you, I guarantee you be getting her coochie Okay, test. she show it. I guarantee you, bitch. <laughs> okay. She got her insurance up this day, everything. Bitch, she take her her shit. She fucking that old ass man, too, his out of breath ass. But we're going to get to this. <laughs> Girl, Jay was up there huffing and puffing. He was. She said, okay, thanks. Shout out to everybody. Get your ass off stage, girl. Um, but that was important. So that was like a weekend for me and doing that and turn away like one person, like one organization took a whole damn near two weeks to get back to us to even let us know some of the results. Yeah. Had to go to another place. It got turned around and then ended up going to the health department and for a doctor who was treating a lot of black queer men telling you basically don't have sex. Abstinence. Girl, it was just... In 2018, it was just fucking garbage. I was over it. And considering all the things that were going on this weekend with the Macon um, situation mm-hmm. with the um, two black soldiers and stuff. Cool. And, yeah, it was just... It, it was a lot of emotional ass shit. And then the fucking... The strikes in Syria and everybody was going crazy. It was a lot to deal with. It was a lot. And I'm just... At this point, I'm just like, girl, I just shut down. What was that? Um, today is Wednesday, so I just shut down... Tuesday, I said, girl, I, I really tried to gig because I'm working on an article about Nicki Minaj. Um, and, girl, I can't wait till y'all check it out. The video is already up, but I haven't, you know, made released it. it. I haven't released it because <laughs> I want to finish the article and I'm going to talk about um, hate versus homage. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. That's man. a good ass yeah. title, Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm working, on, I'm working on that and I just really couldn't finish it yesterday because I was just like, ah. yeah. yeah. So, I shut down. I went to sleep. I went to sleep. I went to sleep. 
and I went to sleep some more. Okay, that's what you have to do sometimes. And yeah. That's I've told I've told people like when I force myself to create videos or create content in in the wrong space, sometimes it ends up fucked up. I have to delete the whole thing. Just that's what happened. Next day, bitch. That's what happened to me <laughs> Sunday when I review. I started reviewing uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta, and I felt the beginning of. I was like. I was talking five minutes. I was like, God damn, this shit is not. It's not even. <laughs> this is not the tea, girl. She's going to have to wait. So it's just like, these girls going to be mad, but I can't be out here prom- you know, promoting shit. And you know, y'all know, you looking at me and <laughs> they're like, girl, what's going on? <laughs> what's the tea? Like, I'm getting her here and this shit going on, girl. And <laughs> girl, I can't. I, I can't because I- I'll talk about this shit later. Okay. <laughs> I'll talk about that shit later. But it was a lot. Um but y'all seem to like like my little other video I did, my little Beachella video. Mm-hmm. And I was letting them know. I said, girl, like, this is, I'm the motherfucker's going to let you know y'all fave, got a boog in their nose, or they got, you know, some, some shit in their teeth. And the girls thought I was talking about somebody. <laughs> the girls thought, I literally just said, like. Just that, in general. Yeah. Just in general. And they said, girl, I caught the shade. And I was like, who y'all, like, who do y'all think I'm talking about? <laughs> Like, what are y'all talking about? Like, they said, girl, we know who you talking about, bitch. You shade his hair. So I did some research, and I said, that was not the case. Like, that was not the case at all. <laughs> Swear <laughs> to God. But, bitch, when I did my research. Oh, bitch, I'm over here about to holler. I wish that y'all could see what he showed me. I can't even fucking see. Bitch, when I saw that shit, I said, girl, I was not talking about that, but I would have took that shit right the fuck down. There is no goddamn way, but... I'm that motherfucker. <laughs> like, if a bitch tell me some shit, I'm taking that shit down yeah, immediately, girl. Yeah, and I don't even see, but see, I edit out my shit anyway, so I would call. Well, yeah, shit. I know. Other people don't. Really. <laughs> but that's no shade, but girl, it is shade. But girl, y'all really, y'all messy as hell. <laughs> y'all messy as hell. So I would not even have expected that. I like it was so <laughs> random. Like I literally said that shit, and I literally said like three times because like I don't watch. Like I don't yeah, watch. Yeah, I don't yeah, watch yeah. anybody. Yeah. Honestly, I watch lame shit. <laughs> Like, like I watch Infinity War, Infinity War, like Breaks. Well, no, fucking Walking Dead. Oh, I, wa- bitch. I watch all of that. Like people reviewing that shit. Yeah, so I don't yeah. watch anybody. So, girl, when I said that, the girls in the comments start piling up. Yeah, and said, "Bitch, this is what you talking about, girl." You know they be ready. They too, but I was like, "Girl, I wasn't." But you know, if the shoe fits, get the hoe out your nose. <laughs> Come on, Cinderella, bitch. Listen, <laughs> girl, listen. But um, the weekend, other than that, I didn't. I didn't really do too much of shit. Me neither. I. Honestly, the, the last weekend was just spent preparing for this this one coming up. Last, mm-hmm. I know I I went. Somebody visited me from my old college town. Okay, Tallahassee. Okay, um, this weekend up. they visited. Just then they visited me. Sorry, they visited their friend and they was in town. Oh, bitch, don't have the ain't that happy? <laughs> so they just let me know they was in town, and we went out for a cute little second. That was it. But nothing special, nothing fucking amazing. We, I mean, we went to White Ass Blake's, and I was like, "All right, girl." Okay. Where'd you go? Where'd you go on a Sunday? I went. I think it was a Friday. I was like, "Girl, I got another place for y'all. If y'all want another place, let me know." I know. I think we're gonna go to Blake's. It wasn't fun to go girl, to Blake's. Girl, <laughs> don't white girls be sitting out? Uh, I think y'all listen to my at Blake's and have fun when we went, and then we saw that damn um, what was that? It was some beefy ass. Oh, child. Beefy ass nigga. I think I actually found him on social media. You did? I think I did. I think I did find him on social media. Like I ran into him. He be posting like he's in the army. He's always in his dorm with his legs open. He is fine (laughs) as fuck, girl. But I know he's a hot flaming ass fucking mess. That's how we be. Hot flaming ass fucking mess. I I don't want him. I don't want him. I'm sure he don't want me either. (laughs) But But yeah, it it was interesting. I just, I'm ready to, when I go out, 
I'm ready to dance. Mm. You know what I mean? I'm ready to have some, a good dance. They were doing it at play? They be, I mean, if you want to call it dancing, I'm just like, damn. What are they playing? Shania Twain? Bitch, they were playing fist pumping ass music, bitch. Girl, I had enough of that from uh, Miami. <laughs> and you would think, like, when you go to Miami, they, they, nope. It'd be loud and proud. Girl, I'm, type and pants. I'm just, I'm still <laughs> over that shit now. I told you, I was like, girl, I'm, I'm still recovering from Miami. Just all of the things that went down um, that weekend. But girl, I, I can't really un- remember. Oh, this weekend was Netflix for me. Yeah. I, I watched Netflix yes, and chill, bitch. I turned my goddamn phone off and I watched um, Lost in Space. Oh, how is that? That shit was good. I finished the whole episode, the whole season in one day. I was wondering because this shit looked good. It was. It was good as fuck. Now they could do some better, like the CGI. Girl, (laughs) I can tell. I can tell that the robot, the people who was doing some of the shit, I can tell the shit looked familiar. Mm -hmm. So it. It look, gives me Power Rangers. Oh, bitch. So one of the directors or whatever who directed Power Rangers is doing it. Because the robot looks like some shit out of Power oh, Rangers. Oh, bitch. They could have had him looking way, way better. <laughs> but girl, I watched Lost in, Lost in Space and I watched Titan Okay. on Netflix. Titan was garbage to me. Some people liked it. I didn't think it was that good. You've not heard about it? I haven't. So basically it's about like humans, um, like... Girl, the planet coming to the, an end, bitch. Yeah, she's coming to an end, and we're experimenting with humans to be able to go to another planet. Oh shit! So we like inj- we f- fucking I love like shit. furthering evolution in right. like months, speeding that shit up, speeding that shit up. Oh yeah. So this- so homeboy started losing all types of shit that was unnecessary, like hair. Like his like he fucking didn't have no eyebrows and shit. He, well, he didn't have no lips already because he was white. Oh my god! So he just started losing shit. But okay, so and that's kind of like a that's a good theme. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you technically you don't need the shit, but it's like some of the shit we don't need. We based our self esteem off of some of this shit sometimes. Yeah, but his wife was saving him, like women are always doing, because they was like, <laughs> "Girl, what the fuck have y'all?" Because some of the shit, the the doctor had lied and made it seem like that it was something. He's like, "Girl, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing." Oh, and she had went snooping. She said, "Bitch, you just injecting shit, just and hope. just experimenting." Yes, it. because there was some other folks um, doing some shit. It was Jeez. so I'm, I didn't know I gave some spoilers, but Child. I'm pretty sure y'all black ass is not watching Titan <laughs> any goddamn way, bitch. So I can't spoil this shit for y'all. But other than that, it was just a um, a relaxing weekend for me. I just really wanted to just lay in my bed, and that's all I did because I really wanted to go to brunch. I really wanted to go to brunch Sunday. I wanted us to go mm-hmm. to the Sunday like loud ass. Brunch, but I was just not feeling. I it. woke up tw- twelve o'clock Sunday. I said, "Girl, I don't <laughs> feel like being bothering humans this weekend." Come on, bitch. But yeah, that was that was it. Miss weekend, but the next weekend, this weekend coming up. Oh yeah, so it's will... about to be the so, realness, bitch. So are you gonna post most majority of this shit on Instagram? Um, I'm going to <laughs> <laughs> try and see what the tea is. Um, but Miss birthday is coming up. Tomorrow I will be twenty goddamn four. Jesus, and Come we're on. gonna twirl around and have a good ass time. Yes, <laughs> twirls. You already got your outfit for what you're wearing. I got one good outfit. The rest will be recycled, Reu- reduce, reuse, recycle tees, bitch. <laughs> I don't R's. blame you. I'm doing a photo shoot um next weekend. Yes, well, ma'am, next bitch. week, and I'm going to wear some of the shit I've already been wearing. Yes, ma'am. That's I'm not buying any more money saving tea to me. I'm bitch. not doing any of that shit. Matter of fact, um. <laughs> And also, I finally got my confirmation that I will be a part of the Creative Con. That is June. Um, they've already sent me my um, my little fucking email and shit. Yes. So it's supposed to be like a, a creative thing. Let me make sure I got the shit. It's supposed to be like a 
like all these creators coming together and they're talking about the things that they do. Mm-hmm. And um, it's here. Yes, it's it's in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm gonna pull up some of the stuff. Um, it is June the seventh. It is um, a Creative Con conference in Atlanta, Georgia. It's June the seventh of this year. They said over 300 attendees will learn from your skills and success in your industries. Our speakers would create original content that can be promoted with their audience. So, bitch, I have some work to do. Damn. Yeah, it's going to be all goddamn day. So, they're going to have me doing a tech talk. A tech talk? Tech, not Ted, bitch. I ain't, I ain't fucking um, Auntie Jackie yet. <laughs> but a tech talk. So, I guess we're going to talk about how I use social media to promote and what works. And I think it is important because now that I think about... My, somebody, one of my guy friends goes to Bethune and he goes to school for journalism or whatever and just listening to some of the shit that his teachers be teaching him like girl ain't nobody writing like that <laughs> it's just nobody's writing like that well you know they don't do research into no they still like girl other markets except... no, nobody is writing like that so they already have my little picture and everything is oh bitch yes this, yes I, ma'am I look so goddamn fucking fake <laughs> in this picture so I can't wait to share it um, June the seventh and June the eighth, I will be sharing at Black Writers Weekend. I don't really consider myself a writer, bitch, but <laughs> I'll take it. A creator, okay, a creator. But we'll be giving that um, information and all that shit going on. Um, I don't can't, can't tell that it's summer or spring. Yeah, because I'm thirty six. Yesterday, the weather was doing. She was thirty six, bitch. <laughs> I was like, shit, my my heat don't my AC is like, girl, what the fuck do you want? Do you want heat? Do you want cool? Bitch, Miss Ness be getting me right on together, bitch. Because I, I said, all right, it's a little cold. Turn this shit up, okay. bitch. Okay. <laughs> DJ, turn me up. And you know, I like to be by windows and shit. You know, the um, the light, but the air be coming through the cold ass air. It does. Comes through and it does. Bites on my So it's, it's normally like this room is like the coldest in the, in the whole place. So I try to make sure that I manage this. Miss <laughs> Nest. Okay, manage her because I can't be going through all that shit, honey. <laughs> Dear white people, hmm. dear great people, dear cemetery, cemetery built bitches. <laughs> okay, so girl, we've all seen the trailer. If you have not seen the trailer for Dear White People Volume Two, I think it's supposed to be coming out sometime next month. When is it coming, girl? I don't think they gave us a date. Yes, you know Netflix loves to do that shit. Yeah, Which... they love to they love to play with us. But okay. Dear White People season two is coming on, and. We got to talk about this trailer. We had the lovely black, lovely blackity black ass Kid Fury. Mm-hmm. Sitting right next to Mr. Todrick. I am not sure what's going on. Um, what's his last name? Todrick Hall. Todrick, I don't see color hall. Todrick, I don't see color until it's time to see a thug hall. And I'm just like, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. But I would let me tell you, watching. Volume two seems a little bit, bit more. I was I was gonna say that it seems a little bit less corny. It does based on the trailer. It seems like they're trying to go there, but I do believe that dear white people is for white folks. I still believe I do. that. I, I and I believe it's a soft like, approach. It's a very soft approach. But let me just say this, Kid Fury. I know you are playing the fucking game. I know you are playing the game, and I do not blame you, but bitch, I'm gonna speak up for your ass. <laughs> How in the fuck do y'all have Kid Fury sitting next to... Kid Fury is the blackest, black, blackest gay man I've ever fucking seen. <laughs> and y'all have him sitting next to this ashy gray motherfucker. This Katy Perry pun. I mean, girl, wait. We, it was, white folks look the same in the goddamn... <laughs> who is the girl? Taylor fucking... Oh, my God. Yes, fucking, ma'am. Taylor oh. fucking Swift. 
And it's and Taylor Swift's ba- bestie is sitting next to Todrick Blackity Black, Beyonce's best friend, bitch. And that and it's Kid just Fury. ironic because I know there have been plenty times where Kid Fury <laughs> has dragged the hell out of fucking Taylor Swift. Um, hey, sitting right next to her. But it's interesting what we'll do. With, I mean, people will sit next to people when I mean it's time to. <laughs> girl, that's a whole nother problem. That's a whole nother girl, fucking topic. Listen, because Todrick Hall, girl, you are the last person. You should have been playing the same character, the caricature you've been playing all your life. You don't need to be sitting next to Kid Fury. I've been more interested if they would have panned them against each other. Honestly, like now, you have a white black gay and you have Kid Fury the black gay. Like I'm more interested in that. It seemed like they were in a queer setting almost. Like they probably like a part of some shit. Mm-hmm. Probably shading the heteros or some shit. Some shit I'm interested in. Yep. But Todrick Hall don't sit next to black people like that. The only time people, we only seen him sit next to black folks when he was doing his thug video or when he watching a black person he's hired to play a caricature in his fucking um, Disney fucking fantasy land. Like I'm gonna keep giving Todrick Hall this motherfucking work, bitch. And y'all just got to fucking deal with it. Todrick Hall is full of shit. He's full of shit. Like, I just don't believe that I, I can't take him serious sitting. Oh, you, Katy Perry? And the way that Kid Fury said oppression featuring Migos, I know he wrote that fucking joke. <laughs> I know Kid Fury wrote, wrote that fucking joke. And I know for a fact that Kid Fury only probably did that take one time. It, it looks so, it looked very natural. It I, looked very natural coming from Kid Fury. Mm-hmm. It really did. I'm um, surprised Todrick didn't, you know, break out in the highs around all the black folks, <laughs> to be honest. <clears throat> But I just, it was interesting to see that shit. I was like, wow, that's that's crazy. That's the last person I would have expected. Um, but we knew it was coming. But yeah, I, I mean, I already told him I, when he tried to buck up. I told him um, when when we had that phone conversation, I said, I expected better from you. Um, and I still do. I still do. I mean, my point remains. It, it still stands. So. Well, Greg, he put himself in a black wedding. Dear white people, it's not black. I, just, I, just, <laughs> I don't give a fuck what nobody say. That shit is... It's not black. Uh, mayonnaise content. <laughs> mayonnaise content. Uh, but girl, shout out to her. Uh, we also got a chance to see the trailer, the trailer for Infinity War. Oh my god. My wig is fucking <laughs> bitch, be obliterated. Did you see Shuri out here? Shading dress? the fuck out of them holes. Oh god, you did life. the best that you could. You did the best you could. Huh? <laughs> bitch. <laughs> Shuri like, bitch, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Girl, she didn't took one of them goddamn beads. Yeah, she said, like, girl, what the fuck did y'all do with this shit? She told them hoes, y'all out here playing with shit and y'all don't know what the fuck y'all doing. Let the real, let the real woman okay? speak, bitch. Girl, I am so here for it. Fendi War finna be good. It really is, bitch. Fuck. And I'm finna watch all two hours and 30 minutes. Well, how long is that shit? I think it's two hours and, I think it is two hours and 30 minutes. I will watch every moment. It's, I think it's like 20 minutes longer than, um, like typical. Civil War. Oh, okay. I'm here for it. So this is gonna be the longest, um, if, like, I think, well, Marvel movie ever. It's going to be some really fucked up shit. I think Doctor Strange is really going to... Dormammu, I've come to... <laughs> He's going to be dead, bitch. Girl, the Black Order fucking with him. Uh, yes, man. So, what is that? That's next Thursday. Yes, ma'am. Bitch, I already have my tickets already for uh, Miss AMC. Bitch, Down I the street. switch it out, bitch. I had who, to switch it out. Who, who did you go to? Because I, I had, uh, when, I, when it first came out, I was so scared that everyone was buying it. That mm-hmm. I said, oh, bitch, I got to buy some shit right now. So I bought it where I was. Mm-hmm. But they don't have real 3D, bitch. I want IMAX 3D. What did you, you should have bought it over here? Where was I, it? I had to switch it to here. This is what I had oh, What time did you choose? Oh, shit. Because I, I got was... 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock at the um, 3D. The, did you do? I'm trying to think because I got the one in Buckhead, Buckhead. Oh no, ma'am. You got it for this movie theater? I think so. You got Atlanta I, but Station, but I got it just because it was like 2:15 p.m. Nobody's gonna be there. You did it for Friday? 
Uh, I, yeah, I did it for Friday. Okay, yeah, I did mine for Thursday at 7. Yeah, damn. Yeah, bitch, the I only... bought that whole Fat Mango. It kept crashing. <laughs> most, that's what I'm saying. Bitch, that was my Beyonce ticket, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you talking about. And I bought two of them, though. Oh, shit. I did, because I wasn't sure if I was going to go, like, it was going to be on a date. Or Ooh. I don't know. I still don't know to this time. But um, I, I'll see. I'll see. I don't think... I. One of my friends said he did want to come with me, but that, that shit changed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll see. Because I bought it for 7 o'clock. It's at the AMC. Mm-hmm. Okay, girl, she texting that trying to be a part of it. Okay. But I got it for the AMC in uh, Bucky. I can't think of it. Phil's Plaza. They have a sickening movie theater. It's beautiful as fuck. It, I, girl, they don't be playing around in Atlanta when it comes to movie theaters. No, they say that. They don't. But the one, <laughs> the one here, I think the IMAX is decent, but I just don't like the seating arrangement. I just oh. uh, I don't I think they can do better now. The one in Phil's Plaza, like it is that bitch. You got your own chair type of situation. Oh, okay. Which okay. y'all have in Tallahassee? Which yeah, y'all yeah, like? Yeah, I was we confused. I was like, <laughs> bitch, how Atlantic Station y'all don't have it? Bitch, I should be sitting up in this goddamn old ass Ford Taurus. <laughs> See, bitch, I didn't like, like that at all. Old ass Impala car seat, bitch. Girl, I hated it. Girl, I'm not <laughs> sucking trade up in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> ah, bitch. Back when I was 18 and Oh, my God. It. That shit bring back memories, It bitch. does, bitch. I say, come swing by, pick me up real quick. Girl, and fucking baby mama texting. <laughs> Girl, I'm so trash. I was garbage. And he worked at Walmart, too. That's the best type of trade. <laughs> he was trade with glasses. Ooh, Damn, nerdy I hate. trade. You had nerdy trade. Yeah, I used to turn trade out. Ooh, bitch. Like I did. Them hoes, man. I, ain't, I don't be. I don't kiss my female like this. I know you don't, girl. Let's just come on over here. Come on over <laughs> to my place. But what else came on? Real Housewives of Atlanta, um, season ten, part two reunion came on. Girl, Miss Kim Zosiak and her fucking um I've heard that they were getting on Miss Kim Zosiak they and her were. parrot nose. I'm telling you, Kim Zosiak brought the um you know how white women they go to the grocery store, they I brought I have my own bags. Mm-hmm. Kim has her own bag, but it's in her lip. Okay. She, okay. Are you are you bringing your own bag? Is it paper or plastic? Girl, very much plastic. <laughs> and, and it was on her ass, and it was on her ass, and it said um, your lips look bigger. Like, what's going on? He said, girl, you look younger than you did the last eight seasons. He was on her ass. That's probably because she was on his ass, right? Wasn't she on his? I don't think. No, she wasn't. Okay, but I okay. feel like Andy just sick of Kim and her shit. Okay, okay. And I feel like Kim didn't know how to respond because he, she's so used to... She is so used to, like, white folks not checking her ass. Okay. So she felt in a comfortable place. Okay. She's like, oh, Andy's not going... But he was talking on her weed. Okay. Took it on <laughs> as needed. Yeah, but this reunion was part two was kind of it's like a buffer. It was I they kind of like Portia and Candace semi kind of look shook hands and said we're gonna get better and see each other. Um, Marlo got called out for you know what she do, what's her job, and she can't really articulate that shit well. Okay. Somebody asked you, what is your job? Like what is your what is your business? You're not gonna say Adrian Expression LLC. Yeah, I'm not, not going to say that I'm shit. I'm not going to say that shit. <laughs> Bitch, that shit is so simple. Anybody can say that with $200 and some paperwork that's filed. Yeah, I would say this is this is the things that I'm passionate about and these are the things that I do with my time. Yeah. As opposed to, oh girl, I got this, bitch, bye. That was so simple model <laughs> LLC. I don't know what the fuck that is. But that, I mean, that's just Real Housewives of Atlanta, period. That's just, I mean, it was a, it was a bland-ass reunion, but I will be finishing editing my review and putting it up. Um, Real House, well, not Real House, but Loving Hip Hop Atlanta came on, and um, I'm just ready for it to end already. Oh, wow. It's just, it's just boring as hell. Damn. It's just boring. It's just whack. It got, it's just too many people. Um, it's just way too many goddamn folks that I just don't know and I don't care about. Rashida's storyline with her husband, 
Don't nobody care about. Tammy trying to make her way back with putting um, videos on Snapchat, talking about listening to Be Careful. Girl, you've been singing this same song even before Cardi B even came out with it. <laughs> Girl, like, ain't nobody interested in that shit. Just ain't nobody interested in it. Rashida, um, husband, Kirk, talking about something. He don't, he's not going to even speak to women anymore. Girl, all you gotta do is keep putting, keep from putting your dick in other women, other than your wife. I know that's very hard, hard for, for cis, yes, for cis hetero men. I know that's <laughs> very complicated. But the world and vagina does not revolve around you. <laughs> okay, it does not. That's crazy. So instead of saying, oh, "Okay, I'm gonna work on improving my fucking behavior," he said, "Well, fuck it, I'm just gonna not speak." To any woman, period. That shit was so garbage. Oh. That doesn't solve a problem. It doesn't. It doesn't solve a problem because you acting like, okay. It's such a big deal. Just for because you speak to a certain woman, you're going to have sex with her. The woman has to be interested in you too first. <laughs> but I forgot men don't even look at <laughs> They don't even think about they that They don't situation. even think about that. They just think, oh, she's for me. Girl, vagina does not revolve around men. <laughs> okay. And also, um, really quick, I, I saw there was one video about some gay man. It was a straight man who was um, being danced on by a gay man in the club. Hmm. And people were like, oh my God. It was on Twitter. I'm not sure what club it was at. But people were just on, on Twitter like, oh my God, how could a gay man do that shit? How dare they? And, and this is just a whole revolving around men theme. It's just like, they really think that they can go up behind whatever is moving and has a shape and dance on them. And then when they find out that it's a guy, they're, you know, they're the ones that's angry when you were the ones who was attracted to it in the first place, sis. So, the straight man danced on a guy he didn't know it was. So, I, I don't know how it happened, but a gay man ended up in front of a straight man dancing on him. Mm -hmm. And people were saying, oh, well, girl, do he know what's going on? Which he probably didn't because he just hops up behind whoever is dancing well. And I'm just like, girl, that has happened to me so so often in the past. But at the end of the day, you're still attracted to it. That's what I'm saying. So why are you going to be mad at him? And that's why I was like, for y'all to be blaming the gay men in that situation, it's like, bitch, if we turn around, we probably get our ass beat. If we don't, he see us later, we get our ass beat. So it's just like, bitch, I'm not going to fucking blame anybody for how they handle it. But it's, at the end of the day, you were attracted. I don't, there is no way. I didn't know. You didn't know. You, you knew something. You knew enough. And if you didn't know, you didn't care enough. You did, it didn't matter. Like <laughs> it didn't matter. That shit is so stupid because I can't. I can't. Like I'm not gonna be mad if I'm talking to a guy and we dating, and then come to find out, um, I learned something about him that I did not. It makes me not want to be in a relationship. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna want to beat his ass. That's what I'm saying. Like I just had to learn that shit. I still was attracted to him. Exactly. Even if his, you know, even if he had some stuff going on or whatever, I still was attracted. It was something that attracted me to him. Right. Regardless of how trash they are or whatever, is not comparing saying a gay man comparing it to a trash man. But it was something about a person that I allegedly did not know. You were still attracted to this person. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's, it goes to show how men will go out of their way to assert themselves into situations before. All, all the thing that would have solved that was a tap on the shoulder, do you want to dance? You, you, you would have seen that person turn around and be like, okay, no, nah, I'm good. But no, you just automatically. Because they think that shit is sexy. It takes away from the experience. <laughs> I mean, we ain't going to be, we're going to take away dating. We, we, shit ain't going to be the same. Yeah, it probably doesn't need to be the same if women are constantly saying they're getting abused. So, and girl, just, <laughs> I mean, it was, at one point y'all ass couldn't even fucking, um, you know, speak to white women, bitch. Motherfucker was getting lied on. That's true. Um, about whistling to a white woman. So, girl, yeah, yeah things have to change. Yeah, things have things to change. change. So, so, girl, get with the program. You'll be good, sis. You'll be good. Do you remember? <laughs> uh.
the fighting side, hiding such hammer. So I got, do you remember the slaves that I will in December? Hey, cause they wouldn't pick that cotton. Hey, come on, Taylor, you better tell us about white supremacy. Hey. Hit it, Todrick. Bitch. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm like a coon, bitch. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I'm such a coon, bitch, bitch. Disneyland. Yeah. Yes. My content <laughs> is owned by Disney and bitch. Minnie Mouse. Oh, uh, white man. Hopping on some white peas. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Swift jet wet box. Table stiff. <laughs> <That's what laughs> and this girl. girl okay. Where the fuck do we start? Let's start with the bitch. Well, if you like a song, you can cover it. You like a song, you cover this shit, and you pay homage. Bitch, you pay respect. That's what I'm saying, bitch. You did not pay any goddamn thing. And it gave us that fucking... That banjo in the back! Girl, she gentrified the shit out of I am mad of, I am mad at that banjo in the back, bitch. She, oh, I'm so mad at that banjo. She, how the fuck you colonize a song? <laughs> Only Table Swift can do it. Oh, my God. And some people were like, oh, my God. They, you know, I bet she asked her one black friend was yeah, okay. Yeah, she, I think she said, oh, bitch... Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, they were hugging up on her and blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. Trevor Noah was hugging up on Tommy Lorraine, girl. I don't give a fuck. She could have got... And Tondra Hall was sitting right next to Kid Fury. That's what I'm saying, girl. So <laughs> just because birds are together don't mean they should be flocking together. I mean, you know what I mean? Kiss my ass, Taylor Swift. Girl, so Taylor, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Table the, stiff. the country slash pop artist, <laughs> felt it was necessary for her to do a cover of... um. Of, of September. Yeah, and I'm just like, there are so many <laughs> other white-ass songs that, I mean, y'all already stole them hoes from black people, so whatever. She should have covered uh, yeah. a, a Elvis fucking song. Right, cover an Elvis song if you really want to, you want to feel something black in your spirit. built like a sneaker. Oh my God. Built like a fucking silly string, and that shit was very <laughs> silly comical. Buddy. It was very comical to me. Uh. And did you see that video of them, them black women surrounding the speaker listening to her fucking do this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw a little bit of it. I saw. Oh, Miss Girl in the Red, she was giving me life. She's like, well, what is this? Bitch, I don't know. I don't know. She didn't either, obviously. Taylor Swift, girl, you, you have been banned um, I to the back of a Walmart parking lot. I'm going to put an ankle, a, a bracelet, an anklet around your ankle. I want you to stay in your house. And I want you to not go anything that looks like a microphone. You are banned from the studio for a good three years. Girl, she really did this shit. She and did. I bet Tyler was sitting right next to her with a yes yeah, shirt. Yeah, go on. Keep doing a it. yes shirt. Yes, queen. Slay, queen. <laughs> Slay, bitch. You don't sit your, sit sit your, your ass. To, get your ass <laughs> back line and shut, shut your mouth. <laughs> but um, since we're talking about white women, it's, talk, it's time to talk about another white woman oh, who God. is past... Barbara Bush. It's Barbara Bush. It's Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush. Barbara Bush. We can't be serious about shit. It cannot. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I know some of y'all going to say, Justin, how dare you? No, how dare she? <laughs> how dare she? I don't feel sorry for white supremacists. Does it look like I feel I sorry? Don't. She lived a long past her prime. Um, girl, like, you know. Oh, God. Um, what's our guy name? What's our guy name from Game of Thrones? He had to go. 
Oh my god. Joffrey had to go. Joffrey had, I was like, a lot of bitches had to go. <laughs> a lot, a lot of had to go. <laughs> um she was trying to get into the house of the undying bitch and she is it was too late. It's a little bit too late. And the reason why I really do not care for Barbara Bush that much is because Barbara Bush has said some very <laughs> trash shit. And she, and she grew up in an age of like white people really had their blue suede shoes on top of black people's necks. It was just Suit and ties. Yes. <laughs> on yeah, top of like neighborhoods. And listen. <laughs> and I had to pull up an article just to like bring up all of the things that um Barbara Bush has said over the years. And this is on the root, honey. Uh y'all know I'm not the biggest fan of the root because they tried the grapevine several um couple of weeks ago. Um but Barbara Bush recent most recent comment when she was speaking of the Katrina situation. You know, this was her quote. This is her quote, honey. What I'm hearing, which is sort of scary, is that, you know, all they want to stay in Texas. Everyone is so over overwhelmed by their hospitality. And so and so many of them in the arena here, you know, were underprivileged anyway. So this is very this is working very well for them. This is what she said in response to um all the basically all the black people, all the people who were in the um I think it was the was it the, the dome? Yes. I, I think of the name of the I dome. That shit was doing crazy. Katrina. That was in two thousand five. Right. That was in August of two thousand five. I never really. I was in fifth grade and I remember that. I shit. had just graduated from high school and that shit was all over the news. And she basically said, "Hey, um, I mean, she y'all like, been living in trash." That she sounded like Cersei <laughs> when she was describing those holes at Flea Bottom. She was like, "Girl." I think Jon Snow was just like, girl, all this shit is going to be fucked up. And um, Cersei was like, girl, I guess that's an improvement from where these hole, these poor holes in Flea Bottom. Or, <laughs> or like, another what? Cersei moment when Cersei had told, um, you know, Queen Marjorie said, girl, all the food will be given to the people. Yes, yes, girl, yes. And Cersei, Cersei said, girl, <laughs> and she walked up to her chest. She said, no. If you feed the bitch, I will feed your ass to the dogs. Bitch, you said, don't you feed them whole shit. Jesus. That's fucking Barbara Bush. <laughs> so moving on to another thing. Um, this is even more trash. Barbara Bush said she did not believe um, while her husband was president and he nominated, um, he nominated, what's the trash ass Supreme Coon Justice? Oh my God. He replaced, um, he replaced Thurgood Marshall. I can't, his name is no not... Idea. Can't remember his name, girl. But y'all remember his situation in Anita Hill. And Anita Hill oh, had... Oh, yes, ma'am. Yes. So Barbara Bush said that she didn't believe her. And what? why would she be, you know, hanging out and, like, be cool with him after all of these years? Mm -hmm. And why would she, like, this is... Why would a man uh, uh, in his caliber be doing something like that? This is some shit that... I don't know we said some... I know we've all said trash shit. shit. in the past, right? Yes. But white supremacists is a whole fucking... That's a whole nother goddamn level... And Barbara Bush is just, she's one of those people, like, I don't, I really don't feel bad. Yeah, I mean, I'm a different type of person. <laughs> Y'all just have to understand that shit. I, I don't, I feel the same way, dead, alive, or reincarnated. I just really don't give a fuck. It's hard for me to give a fuck about a lot of these politicians, and politicians in general. Yes. I mean, just, it, it's really hard for me to give a fuck about them. <laughs> when, um, recently, literally today, I looked on Twitter, and the whole of the island of Puerto Rico... Is without power. Mm -hmm. So it's like these people are literally sitting up saying shit like Barbara has said for you. And they're saying it right now in the White House. And there are people within our own country that are fucking struggling and being ignored. So until the system changes, I'm just not going to be pressed about all this shit. Mm -hmm. And um, speaking of like, 
In, in her personal memoir, Bush referred to Anita Hill, who accused now Supreme Court Justice Justice Clarence Thomas of sexual harassment when she said, I would never believe that she, a Yale Law School graduate, a woman of the 80s, would put up with sexual harassment for one moment, much less follow the harasser from job to job, call him when she came back to town, and later invite him to speak to her students at ORU. It just makes no sense at all. Girl, we're talking about the 80s. Of course women were fucking... Of yeah, course. Yeah. Of course. It's... Girl, sit like... <laughs> there's so many things. You talking about the 80s? There's so many things that went on <laughs> during that time that I'm not going to... <laughs> I don't I'm, feel bad, girl. You don't want to go in there. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, I mean, Bush, I don't know what else to say, sis. Girl... I mean, ashes to ashes, girl. Good luck. Okay. Hi, bitch. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Girl. This, and this is why I love the podcast, because I, I, I know I can say this shit. <laughs> okay. So. Miss YouTube, like, girl, huh? What's what? going on over Girl, here? snatched. <laughs> snatched. Um, we're going to continue on our um, sale on white women <laughs> and talk about bad Barbie. Uh, hi, bitch. What's hi, it, bitch. Is it bad Barbie or bad baddie? It's bad. I don't know if it's bad baby bad, or bad. Bad male. I think it's bad. Well, yeah, mayo that has gone bad. Bad mayo. Yeah, bad mayo. So bad mayo is... She's a mayonnaise. She's a Okay. And she's in a category in the Billboard Awards for best... What is it? Something best (laughs) rap with Cardi B, Nicki Minaj. And I'm just like, wow. Wow. How disrespectful to Nicki Minaj. Like, bitch, if not anything else, you you will have to admit... Nicki Minaj can is a player on words, bitch. You can she's talented with words when she wants to be. Mm-hmm. And when she puts that Come shit on when out. she wants to be. Yeah, I caught I, that. Yeah, when she wants to be. I'm like, okay, starships are flying, sis. Ah! I'm, I'm ready for some motherfucking those, real tea. Singles ain't. But I'm listening to <laughs> Yeah, girl, I'm gonna need some I need some heat on this album, sis, cause um, but yeah, it's <laughs> bitch, she got a blow dry. Bitch, <laughs> a candle. Um Extremely disrespectful to Nicki Minaj to have bad baby ass. And, I mean, bad baby ass was up here talking shit about Nicki Minaj. Talking about she just has an attitude. I don't know what the fuck y'all talking about. So we already know she's completely disrespectful. But I think this was just a move by Billboard to get some fucking views and to get some clicks and to get people talking about the shit. I, I, I figured that shit. But either way, I would be like, if that's what y'all want, you're going to sacrifice now the ratings. If I was Nicki Minaj, I'd be like, you're, okay, y'all got that, but y'all gonna get my ratings because I'm not coming to the fucking show. So you don't think she should come? I would never go to that shit. I would not go. That's completely disrespectful. It is. Completely. I would That's. I would never step foot in Billboard Awards. Y'all have me in the same fucking category as Bad Goddamn Baby, and I've been working in this shit for how fucking long? That's disrespectful as fuck. So this is a conversation as well. They're also saying that if you're going to say that, then Cardi B's album is similar to Bad Baby. And I'm, did I, did I say anything to the contrary? Did I have a, <laughs> have a, a golden rose growing strong? So they're saying that the music that Bad Baby produces or whatever she does or gets written. Okay. Or whatever. Cause they're saying that Speaks Cardi B is the same the thing. Cause Bad Baby, um, does the same shit. Like she's a, kind of like a, she's just hype artist. Yeah. She's a personality. Yeah. So she doesn't like this. She doesn't have any talent. She's just a hype artist. So and I agree. And I agree. I mean, I, I've said that. <laughs> I've said that Cardi B, she said it herself. Cardi B has said she does not want to be no queen of rap type of shit. She wants to make music that's fun. I'm like, okay, that's fun. <laughs> stick to your fun category. We're going to stick to bitches who can fucking write some shit. Yeah. Okay? And that's, that's to me, it's just the caliber. And I don't think 
people are so mad. They get so mad when I just tell the truth, girl. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. You can like the artist. You can like her. I didn't say you you could like Nursery Rhymes if you wanted. I mm -hmm. mean, we all grew up on Dr. Seuss, right? So you can like those those shits, but I'm just telling Petroleum. You. Jelly. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. Oh my they god. They jelly. Petroleum. They, oh my god, bitch. <laughs> Girl, y'all said we were very hard. Girl, remember the email that we received? It's like, y'all are very hard on Cardi B, girl. Well, just get ready. Okay. Fasten your seatbelts, everyone. Okay. Girl. This is about to get even harder. Okay. So, we're moving. <laughs> Don't talk about that. Talk about Nicki Minaj um, her interview. Oh, yes, ma'am. With ma this one for, with this, what was the, uh, I can't remember the The guy. interviewer name. I can't. In the beginning, he was. I was like, "Girl, this, these questions are trash. I'm not. I don't like you, it." You don't think he was getting the right questions? But I think in the beginning, but towards the end, he obviously got her to talk about shit. So, so um, you, is he thinking he was just saving the best for the last? He, yeah, definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Um, but what I want to know what you thought about all that shit. I want to know what you thought about that. Well, first, I'm <laughs> trying to make sure that I have his name. Okay. Correct, so I can know who the hell I am talking about. But Nicki Minaj, um, girl, we gotta talk. So <laughs> the interview was with Zane Lowe on Beast One, and Nicki talked about a couple of things. She, she talked did. about um, Meek Mill and probation situation. She mm -hmm. talked about, of course, new album. She, uh, she talked about all the stuff she's been doing, and she started sharing some um, salted tears, <laughs> and she started talking about what happened with Cardi B. Right. And she said that Cardi B made her feel some type of way. Mm -hmm. She said the only thing with Cardi B that really, really, really hurt my feelings was the interview that she gave after Motorspark came I'm out. I'm going to pass away. Right I now. remember when I first came in the game, <laughs> I would only be singing their phrase and saying thank you. The first, finish, the first interview she did, if you don't... it just hurt me because she looked so <laughs> aggravated and angry. Barbie Teens, she uh... just kept saying she didn't hear it. I was like, what? I would, that wasn't my best Nick Minaj, but the way she talked is just different. I love her laughing. I do love her laugh. Yeah. So Nikki said she was hurt. <laughs> Let me tell you something, Nikki. That's why I'm working on this article right now about your ass. I don't think Cardi B owes you shit, to be honest. I don't think Cardi B owes Nicki Minaj shit. Nikki, you want this girl to pay homage to your ass, but it really sounds like you just hate her ass. It. I really don't think you really care for her. You don't like how she she's come up. You don't like the fact that she's not a lyricist. She's not on your level, but she's getting this notoriety. And I'm gonna tell you this, Nikki. This is some of your fault. Like I've called, I've compared in my article. I've compared Nikki to Hillary Clinton. Mm -hmm. No matter all of Hillary Clinton's success and all of that, and how good she is, and you know how much work she's done in the community, whatever. Hillary Clinton still does not have that. Um, it factor like Bernie Sanders does. He does. She doesn't connect well. Nikki doesn't connect well with her audience. Like we just, I don't want to party with Nicki Minaj like that. I know a lot of people that say they don't want to party with Nikki. She just doesn't. She's she comes off as cold a little bit. Hmm. She she raps. She's got it. But Nikki comes off sometimes as bitch. I'm by myself versus Cardi B. Like bitch, we dancing. Bitch, let's get it. And. Cardi's personality personality has pushed her to where Nikki would like to be at, but and I feel like Nikki is on. I feel like Nikki did bully at one point Cardi B. I believe she said some things and it got back to Cardi B, and Cardi B just said, "Bitch, I don't care," because Cardi B is not playing the respectability politics. She's just not. She's. I think she does it sometimes. She did it with the baby, mm -hmm. uh, pregnant. She was like, "Okay, bitch, I'm gonna cover that shit up," but she. 
when she did the interview, she probably was thinking about all the shit that happened because I never forget there was a video of Cardi B crying and she was talking about these folks in the industry are fucked up. And that's when I first said that Cardi B's not going to make it. She's not groomed for this shit because she's not had to take years to learn this shit, to fall down and get up. Mm -hmm. So Nikki probably, probably hazing her ass a little bit. Nikki's mm. probably hazing her ass. So she probably did say some shit. I would be saying some shit too. Bitches did me the same way when I was doing YouTube videos. <laughs> Who is this ghetto-ass monstrosity coming out of nowhere, talking this bullshit, and we've been out here doing quality, <laughs> if you want to call well, it quality content. I mean, I don't know what We've been here sitting like, here. Okay, underneath the same shit for 10 years. <laughs> Keep going, I guess. A golden rose growing, growing strong. strong girl. So, they looked at me and was like, I don't see it for Justin. I don't see it. And they said some shit that I heard. Mm -hmm. You know, they said some shit. So, I believe... Then Nikki said some shit about Cardi, and it got back to Cardi. Cardi wasn't feeling it, and she just didn't know how to respond during the interview. Now, Cardi could have played the game. She said, you know what? I fucking live, because false motivation is better than no motivation. That's something they taught us in military. Like, girl, it's better to fake it mm -hmm. than not, because you make shit worse. So, Cardi was like, bitch, yes. Nikki was on that spinning the track, bitch. She was getting the whole... That was the fuck I would have did. It depends. Now, sometimes they fuck their shit. I, I don't know. To, to me, I see it differently. Um... But I, I do understand what you're talking about. I think if I'm looking at Nikki and I'm looking at Cardi and I'm looking at myself and I'm looking at other people, I know. I, I, I mean, I can only imagine. I can only imagine because she don't write, Cardi don't write her own shit. Mm -hmm. I've been writing my shit for a while. And now you bitches want to compare her to me. Okay, girl. Yeah, I do see that part. So, all right, girl. <laughs> I've been writing like, my bitch, shit. Like, bitch, don't compare. She's on her own. Like, yeah. We're both doing something. We're doing something, but the things that we're doing are very different, girl. Let's keep that in mind. Now, I, I do think that because of that, kind of when, when Nikki saw, like, Nikki knows, like, girl, I write my shit. I'm the girl, bitch. And you're, you, you we're on the same track. And then I, we, after that shit is done, I see you on an interview and it kind of seems a little mm -hmm. bit shady. I'm going to be like, okay, girl. All right. Yeah, it was. But I can, I can see what you're saying. But it's just, I don't know. Because I feel like in order for me to even respect you i could not respect her. i wouldn't be able to respect her if i was nikki and if that's what cardi b is picking up on then i, I guess i can understand it but i would not be able to respect you i would not i think we, we we're missing a lot of variables to be able to determine yeah. like what really happened because i want to know what was cardi thinking in that moment and then when she go she went and told she, she said the thing about migos and offset not you know you know supporting her during this situation and whatever that you know she had said cardi had said that she listened to a track and it wasn't finished or something. Mm -hmm. She said, that shit was shady as fuck. <laughs> that shit was shady. I, I Nigga think... does her shade where you can't really see it. You can't really make a decision if it was. And Cardi just kind of like, it's abrupt. Yeah. Like it's fuck. And you can tell she was over the situation. So when, you know, Nikki was saying, girl, Offset should have came. When she talked to Offset, Offset, you know, if you was my girl, like I'd be like, you know, I'd help you out, but I can't. And I understand that's just, I can understand the situation because if somebody was to say, well, bitch, um, Adrian did this shit and you need to check him. No, bitch. <laughs> I'll, call, I'll, call, I'll call my good sis. I'll call my good sis. My girl, they fucking you up. But I'm a public. But <laughs> I will call my good sis. I'm like, girl, they fucking you up, girl. But bitch. They leaving her sis. They leaving you sis. But bitch, I'm not going to leave you, girl. I cannot. I cannot. Like, I'm not going to. I probably have a conversation with my friend. Yeah, but I'm I not have a conversation do that shit in public. But I'm not doing that shit in public. Yeah, because <laughs> and I, even coming to you would be crazy because that that fucks up the shit, girl. We still got more work to do. Like, yeah, we yeah. still got work to do. Like, yeah. bitch, it's it's complicated as fuck. It is, and I think because we don't have all of the 
we don't we really don't have all the like mm-hmm. what went on so we can't really but from what i'm seeing from the outside i guess to me i'm just like you think that you think you think at the very least cardi should have showed some type of no, see that part. I don't think Cardi should be kissing nobody ass. Mm-hmm. You think that's kissing ass though? I just think that I feel that if if Nikki was sensing some fucking shade, I I just I don't know. I think what I did in my videos really focus on Atlantic and Amigos for coming and saying some shit in between type. No, shit. yeah, because they they benefited from it the most. Yeah, they it was their single. Yeah. It was their shit. So it, I was like, it seemed to me like a bunch of miscommunication. At the same time, I was just like, girl, Cardi don't write her shit. But at the same time, Nikki, nobody needs to kiss your ass. Now, I think we all can join together and be cool, girl power type of tease, but no one needs to kiss. Uh, but I don't, I didn't, to me, it didn't seem like that's what she was saying. Motorsport was doing from the start, and it's not even talking about the music, it's just the whole thing around. I was like, girl, this is not it. Because it was, it, I can it, tell from the video. Like, I can tell from the video that it was, like, not, they were not a unit. It was garbage. Like, this is first time. But even listen. from the song, we could tell, like, because, bitch, there was a huge difference from any time Beyonce and Nicki do songs. And she, Beyonce a singer, bitch. You know what I mean? From Beyonce and Nicki do songs versus, I was like, damn, do you, were y'all even on the same That's track? what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I didn't feel it. I, I didn't, didn't feel it. I didn't feel it either. Um, Nicki, girl. Uh, I'm still gonna give you some work, girl. So this video is sitting right in here. <laughs> she is sitting, girl. But she's waiting, bitch. She is, bitch. <laughs> that bitch is 15 minutes long, and I go in depth in it. So y'all be prepared for that. But okay. I, but I honestly don't think that. Like I said, I don't think Cardi owed you shit. Now at the very least, Cardi could have just said, you know, Nikki doing her thing, and just left it at that. Right. But you have to be careful when you go on these platforms. Like you have to be careful that shit. You have to leave your feelings at the door sometimes. And I think that's something that Cardi B has not learned yet, yeah, which yeah. is why she's been suffering. From some stuff, and mm-hmm. I really think that she really needs to take a break, honestly, uh, because it's, it's she's been going she's been going through the emotions. It's a lot of fuck shit going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but Nikki used this little shit to promote her two singles, Chung Lee, and what was the other one? Chung Lee and, and Barbie Teens. Barbie Teens. Which one we feeling the most? Um, I'm feeling because they were both of standard. They were both great lyrically, like beat wise. I'm thinking. Barbie Tings, but both of them are. You said beat wise with Barbie Tings. Yeah, Chun Li is okay. I like Chun Li. I thought Chun Li was good. Chun Li was to me lyrically. Chun Li mm-hmm. is really fucking amazing. I think both of those songs are really. Barbie Tings, I have to had to grow on me. Really, Barbie Tings did give me old Nikki to me. Oh, because I think she's t- is that the one she said two sticks in my bun. That's the one where she I felt was, like she was referencing her mixtape a lot in that one. Okay. I felt like she was really... but Maybe that's why I liked it. Because when she was like, I'm still dragging her, so don't pick up the bitch. I said, okay, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. But them hoes is not on the chart right now. <laughs> <laughs> they are not. They are. That's what, that was my other point. Like, okay, girl, these were cute. So why do you think they're not on the chart? Like, why do you think they're not charting well? Because once you put yourself up to a huge-ass, crazy-ass standard... You're going to have to continue to deliver. And that's the thing that Beyonce knows. Like, bitch, you're going to have to. And it's going to be exhausting. It's going to probably <laughs> suck the life out of her mm-hmm. sometimes. But every single time she steps on stage, she has to fucking bring the A-game or she's going to be dragged. Nikki said these were fun songs and it was cute. And that's exactly what it was. So you don't think it was nothing like Bitch, Stella. I want her to come back and I'm still going to say it until I see it. I, I want her to take a break and come back and give me looking ass niggas. That shit lit up the industry. And she has the ability to do that. And she's done it with other songs. I just, I think these were fun, cute songs, and that's it. Do you think they were bops like Cardi's album? I don't, no, absolutely not. You think they were a little bit better? No, 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 no. 
What are you talking about? Bops? Like, okay. I say, I'm saying, if I'm on pregame, I'm listening to Cardi B's album. If I want to fucking twerk. <laughs> but you're not, you're not uh, I'm pregaming. Not turning, yeah, I'm not turning on fucking Barbie teams and Chun-Li to fucking twerk and get my life. Where are you listening to Barbie teams and Chun-Li at? When it comes out and talk about how the great the lyrics were and we're going to be moving on from the situation. Oh! Have you played the song again? I don't listen to me. Exactly, girl. So I'm the wrong person to ask, <laughs> bitch. You cannot ask me for that because I ain't listening to I'm not listening to this shit. I Nikki, mean, it was cute. It was wacky. Yeah, it was like, okay, a key, key, key. But I'm not, I'm not listening to Cardi B's album. Oh, you haven't? I listen I, to- I'm not listening to it anymore since it came out. Oh, yeah. I mean... <laughs> Have they been playing in the club? Did they play it in Blake? <laughs> <laughs> they probably did not. Girl, they said you can't wear probably no sagging did. pants and goals. And I and I say Cardi B's album, but I'm let's let's be specific. The invasion of privacy. I'm talking about money bags. I'm talking about specific songs that I would listen to <laughs> off of her album. And just y'all gonna have to. <laughs> and I say that's why I, I don't want to give it the illusion that I would listen to the whole, whole album. album. Let's no, be not. let's be real about that situation. Girl, because some of y'all ass not being realistic with you, <laughs> <but> fucking eight <laughs> old fucking ABC. One, two, three. <laughs> Listen <laughs> to me. <laughs> the fuck, girl. And one, two, three. Nursery rhymes, bitch. I just, I can't. She doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but girl, both of them need to come harder. That's why I said. And I think Nicki Minaj has already in her album. We haven't heard it yet. But girl. You think she's going to be delivering? I, I really hope so. Well, girl, I'm tired of talking about bland music. Let's move on to Beachella. Suck. <laughs> bitch, I was like, what? When she said, oh, my balls. Bitch, I'm talking about what you just said. I was like, what is he saying? <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that bitch started doing this. Yeah, she hey. said, suck. <laughs> yeah, probate on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> Girl, Beachella. I did not know what this bitch was planning. I said, what is she going to do? And I saw that drum. I still, I was like, what is going on? I knew immediately. You knew immediately? I knew immediately. I, I'm going to tell, I'm gonna tell you what I, I knew. Well, I knew immediately when when we got to the stage and then we didn't see Beyonce, but then the dancer started Jay said, and I said, oh shit. <laughs> I said, oh bitch. Because I started thinking, I said, I I did not see Beyonce just having a somebody on the snare just for nothing. Yeah. Okay. I just it didn't make any sense. I was like, girl. And the way I, I took me took me right back to That's probably she why. Had, yeah, because she was like, she had the whole uniform. I said, this bitch is about to do, because I remember them, they said that it was a, she had a hundred dancers. I said, 100 dancers? What the fuck is she doing? Yeah. And then I saw that motherfucker in a uniform. Because the uniform she had, I was like... It's very like, specific. Yeah, it's very specific. Like, we going on the... Sh- like, we put on a show. Uh, I forgot what kind of marching that caused it. Because you have the stage... Like, it's like when the shit right about to start and, and the girls be walking out to the front to mm-hmm. get ready to direct But there's, there's two different, like... That was I forgot what that I forgot the name for it, mm-hmm. but in the band we used we used to have like times where we wear a specific uniform for when we perform like it's like us out in the field marching. I mm-hmm. forgot I got a field a field show. Okay. So I was like okay, but then they was in this. I was like, there's no way possible to do a field, field show, show like in Coachella, that. right? Yeah. So I said, girl, yeah. So when we saw that, I was like, okay, girl, she about to she, she about, about to, to fuck it up. She about to fuck it up. And it's three. O'clock. What was it? Two o'clock, Two o'clock in the, in the fucking morning. morning she, she, after that male supremacist had oh got to my performance. God. And he was going over his time too, bitch. Yes, he was, bitch. Dirty. Dirty. They, call him, they call him Charlie Brown. They call him the dirty, the, the dirty dude off of Charlie Brown, bitch. <laughs> That's with what the, I yeah, with the shit, on, the, the shit stains on his mouth. Oh, the fucking dirty rug. They said they were Post Malone up there dancing. Or whatever the fuck. And then it's 21 Savage up there. Just, they were just... 
up there just being white, just <laughs> up there being white. And B came out. And she said, girl, oh, bitch, that outfit. Bitch, that outfit, bitch, with them boots. She didn't wear that shit. No, 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 I'm talking about the first one she had. Oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, ma'am, bitch. I said, bitch, that whole head talked to the Game of Thrones folks. She did, bitch. She said, you hoes, I know you girls are designing something for Daenerys, but bitch, you hoes need to get that shit right on together. And she had that, I said, girl, she had that Hotep hat on. She she had on that fucking Nefertiti crown on these hoes, bitch, and I was here for it. She was ready to zap a hoe. All she needed was a snake. She just needed a snake. Oh, the girl was a little Pressed because I had said that band was giving me fam UTs and the girls was like, No bitch, that's Southern. No bitch, that's Jackson. Bitch, bitch that black was, as fuck is bitch, the point. Bitch, listen, and I felt fam you from that bitch. Yes, I, man. I did not graduate from fam you. I, don't have I no, went to school right next to fam okay. you. Okay. I felt the spirit, bitch. Fucked a couple of trades then with the Yes, ma'am. You better know it, bitch. Yes, ma'am. Oh, so they was out there getting it. Be really put on a performance. A performance of a lifetime. It was really beautiful. It was beautiful. And it was blackity black. I said it in my video. I was like, it shows you how much, like, look at look at the white supremacy that came before them, before her. And what, it was It was so easy for him to get on that stage and just literally be drunk, high off his ass, off of whatever type of drug, we don't even know. And he was just not delivering anything. Nothing at all. And I was like, look at how little work he had to do compared to this this black woman. She's the first black woman to headline Coachella. She said, girl, ain't that about a bitch. <laughs> she did. So, 450,000 people watching simultaneously. Yes. And, they, and, and considering that it was on West Coast time, even at 11 o'clock, this wasn't prime time. This wasn't on HBO. You had this to was stay on your fucking, ass up. You had to stay. And bitch, this was 11 o'clock in California. Bitch, it was 2 o'clock in the fucking morning when the shit came like 2 on. 2.30 in the morning. 2.30 in the morning. And bitch, it the went on to 4. And they were up. I don't think I even went to sleep. Nope. I, I was like, girl, what am I supposed to do? I'm ready to fucking go to the club. Bitch, she got up. Did she, was you at the club at that night? Or did, I know you said, bitch, she oh, gonna be doing man, it and no. I'm gonna be at the, I'm was, at the club watching her ass. Because a friend that I, yeah, the friend that I said came visit Atlanta, they said, oh girl, we're not going to the club. We're just gonna stay in and drink. I was like, okay. I'm staying in too, sis. Thank you so much, girl. Cause I you made I'll, that decision easy for me. Sure did. <laughs> so as soon as I as soon as I was like, okay, I have to talk about it. Yeah. I have to talk about it. I was just excited and I, I loved it. I, I loved it from the beginning to end. Um I just noticed something was different. I know some people were saying, well, no, 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 no. I was like, no, something's different. And I wasn't sure if it was the crowd. I wasn't sure, but I was like, in the beginning, the first for me, for Justin, mm-hmm. this is using I statements for the first 10 minutes or whatever. I just did my wig wasn't like wasn't snatched. snatched. It wasn't off. completely snatched. My wig was snatched off in the beginning, but I'm glad eventually your wig was snatched off. It was. It was <laughs> good, it good. Was, we started getting towards probably uh, diva and shit. Yeah, I was like, okay, <laughs> this is cute. Child. Like, let me tell you something. I now understand why they had practice and practice and practice and practice because that's music, that's like band practice anyway. Yeah, because you, the sound it sounded like a band, but it was still like it was it, still it was shit in good. the back. Yeah. It was good, and considering how many people she had, and none of them hoes made no miss. I mean, nobody. I didn't see nobody. There was a, it was a lot going on, so I can understand because she's dealing with all these other folks. She got other male dancers. She got this and that going on. You got to make sure the camera angles. Yeah, are right. she was saying it that, was a lot of shit that went into, it. and even the one of the guy who was you know filming said, "Bitch, it was a lot going on." So it was important to get this shit down. And she's serious about that shit. She got to worry about lighting, cameras, all this shit. And it's just like, that's and how long she can perform because yeah. that was a long ass performance. That shit was long as fuck. And she had to budget that shit properly. Cause so I, yeah, because I was like, girl, 
so some, someone said that she it was at a lower pitch or whatever. Yeah, she changed the shit. Yeah. She changed a lot of shit. To and I can understand. I can understand it now. It's like that's a long ass performance. I know for I can't do that shit, bitch. I host one competition. I want to die. <laughs> Somebody just asked me to host a competition next month. I really have to think about it because that's that's a lot. That's eight hours of standing on my feet just talking and like knowing what the fuck is. It was a lot. Yeah, hundred girls kept changing outfits. She changing yeah. scenes up. It was, it was, it was great. It, it was, was great. Everything. And it's just it makes step your pussy up, girl. Step your game up, girl. Someone said there there's no way that she was she would spend less than the amount that she got paid to do this. Meaning that this performance cost more. She had to come out of pocket for her own shit. I know she did, but well, she felt she felt. I think she kind of felt bad because she got pregnant last year. And also, she said this was, yeah, it was an important performance for mm-hmm. her. Like I said in my video, it's bigger than it was bigger than her. She knew, mm-hmm. um, and she had to represent it. She made it fucking work. Yeah. So a couple of things to talk about, y'all. Know we got to break it down. Come okay. on. Backpack, backpack. Okay. What's it? my handy un- notebook? Okay. Bitch. Time to unpack. <laughs> First thing, um, the girls were saying um, when my video I said, "Girl, you didn't talk about her singing a black um, national anthem, mm-hmm. lift every voice and sing." I did not because I'm. It didn't do anything for me because I'm not a fan of gospel music. <laughs> oh my God. So I just, I'm definitely not gonna sing this shit in front of a sea of white people. That's uh, fair. As they're fucking I didn't uh, think about oppressing that. me, I'm just not. Live. I, I just no, bitch. I'm ready to battle. I got my life only because I liked how it enmeshed with formation and it kind of seemed like it was a synonymous thing, mm-hmm. like bitch. Yeah, you girls like formation, but bitch, this is the tea that it was inspired from. And I know it's like more, more formation is more fun and shit. But mm-hmm. this is, and I know it's very gospel because I, girl, I'm yeah, like, bitch, I, I don't identify with that shit, but bitch. I don't either. But I sure walked in the room and started cleaning up. <laughs> I started cleaning my bathroom up. <laughs> you just, girl, I started cleaning my bathroom up. It's like, okay. All right. But yeah, I understand. I, it's just, it was so much, it's so many things. Um, I'm trying to think of, Oh, I wanted to talk about the fact that there are a lot of people who are pressed that Beyonce made her own sorority. The Greeks. Yes. We got to talk about that. Yeah, I want to. I want to let you all know that. <laughs> let them know because y'all know um, Adrian is a Greek, yeah a Greek mythology. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me clear something up for y'all. Beyonce did the same shit. I tweeted this. Beyonce did the same shit y'all did. She took letters from an alphabet alphabet she don't use. <laughs> I mean, she took letters from an alphabet she don't use and decided that, that, you know, we're going to use these letters and create a fucking group. And it was real because she said it was real, just like y'all's. Yeah, and she owns it, too. And she don't need no brown paper bag test. <coughs> oh, my God. Um. So, yeah, I was just like... <laughs> Girl. B. Okay. Girl. Um. That's the new thing. B. I liked it. I really thought it was cute. And it made sense. I was like... It made sense why she didn't drop... The merchandise. She said yeah, she didn't yeah, want the merchandise yeah. to drop. Because it would have given away the whole It would concept. have. And I'm glad she did. Yeah, yeah. Would have That was Black Me Were Fine. The ones with fucking swinging Oh, bitch. Yes, man. Bitch, he was swinging, bitch. All those men were fine on the stage. Sweet chariot. <laughs> All those men were beautiful. Those yes. black girls. Ashley was ready. Bitch, it's time to fuck them up. Bitch, Ashley was up there. She was ready, she bitch. Was I'm going to tell y'all who else was ready, bitch. Solange for a hot Oh, sex. yes, ma'am, bitch. <laughs> So I said, all right, girl. She's like, all right, Beyonce, I can tell you a little bit exhausted. So I'm going to come out here and fuck it up for you, bitch. And she said, all right, girl, I'm going to bitch. I need a blunt uh, yes. and some planes, okay. bitch. Crane. She said, all right. Girl, be said, girl, my titty about my to pop titty out. My titty bump coming up, bitch. So long as you got to fuck him up, bitch. Ah! 
Yeah. Bitch, and she got it. Bitch, now let me tell you who fucked me up. Let me tell y'all can say what you want, but this Miss <laughs> Kelly, Miss Calandria, bitch, that hair was me up, bitch. That, that black hair, ass hair that, that came out and it was just oh, it was sitting on top of her head. She didn't give no fucks <laughs> about it, bitch. And she was fucking it up with that choreography, bitch, she and the would. vocals. I said yes, ma'am. Michelle was out here giving me life too. She was. She um, had a mushroom. <laughs> She had a mess room or she ran into the motherfucker with the tail. Bitch, I'm not going to deal with your ass. <laughs> or she ran into the start. Bitch, you, did you see? I didn't retweet it because I was like, y'all need to leave Michelle alone. The you, picture? Oh, it's in my video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like she was about to take a shit. You yeah, know? bitch. I, you better say my name. But who needed the mushroom? There were a lot of people who needed the mushroom. Her motherfucking husband. Oh, God. We need, he needed a power up. Jay-Z oh, came so, so beautiful. <laughs> hey, baby girl, you so already know it's H. Oh, light up the thanks, Jay. <laughs> thanks, Jay. What the fuck was Hove doing? Girl, I don't know. <laughs> but he needs to sit his ass the fuck down. Hove came out there, bitch, for what, two verses out of brown. <laughs> I mean, and his wife been up was there. Was he back there dancing? Right, that's what I'm saying. His wife been up there dancing fucking ten hours. His ass coming on there Jay, out of breath. Jay came out there, motherfucker. They said he came out in a wheelchair. Where is your scooter? <laughs> Where is your scooter? <laughs> Jay came out. Oh, bitch. Bitch, Jay came out there, hoe. He did, bitch. And yeah, you came out. Yeah, you did. And you can't. You went right back in. Beyonce said, "Thank you so the much." The old man jumped out. <laughs> uh, uh, and see what it, the old man it it jumped out. <laughs> hoe came with that motherfucker. Missing two, an H and an O, bitch. Bitch. And he was on the fucking he was D, a, bitch. He was a, a Viagra, bitch, because he needed that shit. Jay was all the way fucked up. Somebody said, ain't no way Jay-Z came uh, Bitch, that was y'all, is this your king? Oh, Because y'all going to see Unaron tour, bitch. Bitch. And his vocals on. <laughs> did the, the fucking, vo the voice is on the run, bitch. Bitch, how is that? I'm not going to see that shit. All right, bitch. Be going to have to deliver her man out. She going to, bitch. And that's, oh, it's just a motif. That Black women is, always carrying the extra weight. She gonna, uh, yeah, she's going to have to, that shit. That if Jay shit. come out there like that, them hoes are going to drag. <laughs> and it's not even going to be no, like, light drag. Because we already don't like him. And the beehive going to sit front row. They're going to drag yeah, him to his they face. They're going to have his ass on a wheelchair. Yeah, gift. they're going to drag his ass to his face. They're going to have him on another, they're going to have him on a walker, bitch. Oh, like they did? Okay. <laughs> like they did Michelle. Yeah, I knew it. Michelle um, shared a picture of her um, boot thing. Oh, he, yes, she, she did. You yeah. didn't see it, bitch. She showed a picture. She said when she came back, he was back there. He just hugged me, and she felt like everything was just so beautiful. Okay. Yeah. So Michelle is no longer. Well, she was never was poor Michelle to me. I think just Michelle just she good in her own right. You know, she keeps up. She gets them checks. She gets them checks. Check oh, check. Okay, Calandria uh, made me go download Miss Kelly. Yeah. Okay. That's my. I told y'all I can get checks. I'm like a, this. Bitch, my face. I'm addicted to you. Everything that you, I don't know the whole song. I bitch. can't wait till she come back with some shit. Bitch, she been fucking it up. Like, every time she, she got on stage, she been she really fucking to. it up. She's dark skinned. She's a dark skinned woman. She knows. She, she, she know. She know. She know what the fuck <laughs> it. She know. She know. Oh, I'm here for it. So, um, shout out to B-Chella. It was the HBCU. Mm -hmm. Did you see that thing on with Miss? 
it's corny joke time. Um, <laughs> yeah, Miss Tina. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I was just so scared these white hoes wouldn't know what the fuck the T was. Yeah. Beyonce was like, girl, at this point in my career. She I- hit us with this Spider-Man <laughs> shit, bitch. I'm trying to tell y'all hoes, with great <laughs> power comes great responsibility. <laughs> and she said, bitch, I'm in a position I have to. She said, essentially, I've kissed ass enough. I've, I mean, before I've did shit because it's popular and now I have to do shit because I have a responsibility. I'm glad Tina shared that with us. Yes. I'm, I'm glad, glad she shared that with because I know B wasn't. I, yeah, I'm, I, know I'm, she, I know she put that stamp of approval on that shit anyway. I believe if anybody can do some shit, Tina yeah. can do it. Because you, you can't really trash, mom. You can't really yeah. do it. But, um, you know, her sharing that, I believe B, and, you know, there was this, what was his name? What's his name that had said, somebody had tweeted it the other day. He's a YouTuber. Damn, his name is, I think it's Trey. Hmm. The light-skinned guy who always dragging the shit out of Beyonce. Uh, you can't think of his no, name, but I think he's from some. He's from the Caribbean. He he has an accent. It's a beautiful accent. I can't. I don't know. Is it T R E N T? Trent. Trent and Trent. Oh. Has said. Girl, somebody had tweeted because Trent and Trent said back in 2012, 2013 that Beyonce. There's not a market for Beyonce anymore. Oh yeah, no. I I completely. I I used to love to drag his ass. I used to love to drag his ass on Twitter, and now I don't know where he is. So I guess that's. Oh, that Trent Trent. I, <laughs> I've liked some of his, especially when he's talking about being a black queer man. I've always loved to hear him, but sometimes on the music shit, <laughs> I think we kind of like we used to be really, really, really disappointed. We were shit. really, really cool at one point. We used to be like on the phone for like hours. I had the biggest crush on him, but mm. I think when he did that video for thirty minutes and he was talking about either Beyonce, uh, either, either talking about self title or he was talking about Lemonade, he was just talking about she's pandering, and I said, "Girl, like she's doing it to make money." Girl, you just did a 30-minute video about her with to make an money. ad every eight minutes. Yeah, to make money. So it's like, <laughs> let's not all... You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. But that that's goes along the same lines of the same delusion that people like to tell themselves about their faves. Um, oh, she's not doing it just for the charts or the money. She's doing oh, it for the art. Oh, yeah, because he's a big Mariah Carey fan. Yeah, so there, you know, there, there are a lot of faves who live in the past. Like, people who have faves that... Mm-hmm. The, the only thing they can do is live in the past because that's when their fave was most. Oh know. my god! So, well, I, I, I generally love um, Trent and Trent. Um, you know, shout out to him. Whatever he's over there doing, that's cute for her. But I think that B really showed that she's still here, and she's still doing. She's very relevant and she's very talented, and no one can take that away from her. Now the debate was over Beyonce versus Michael Jackson. Oh, um, who's the best entertainer? Well, one is dead, one is still alive. Right. Well, well, who was like? And one is still the same color. If <laughs> bitch, <laughs> ah, if we're comparing, I mean, I'm, I just, I'm not going to, bitch. I, I I'm, if I'm going to get my life, it's going to be at a Beyonce concert, and mm-hmm. you, it's just, it is what it is. I'm, I'm gonna get my life at a Beyonce concert. It is what it is. I mean, there are a lot of people who like to argue. Oh well, you know, Michael Jackson didn't need no theatrics. What the, what fuck, the fuck are y'all are you talking, talking about? about? Have I seen his music video? Just leave me alone. Okay, it's black, it's white. <laughs> fucking thriller, girl. Y'all don't get the fuck out of here. Like he has been known to deliver fucking um, shit when it comes to videos. Like, right? God damn, that's why the white folks say, you know what? This nigga's kind of talented. <laughs> Let's go ahead and put him on MTV. Oh God, like, get get the hell out of here. And, and Beyonce, actually, her videos have never. She's only had a couple of them that like have been extravagant. Ext- like, but that. no, even this was not a lot. It was just a. It was just very focused. It was a probate. It had a, it, yeah, it had a very focused theme, and because of that, it, it was very effective. But I just 
the people, okay, when I say I prefer Beyonce over Michael Jackson and then people come back with arguments, they, they're not coming up with arguments that make sense. And a lot of it is discrediting her because even if they don't realize it, discrediting her because of her femininity and her sexuality. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. And so they don't know how to, they don't know how to, you know, come to terms with that shit even though their fave was on stage grabbing his dick all the goddamn time. So... It's just, I prefer Beyonce. I'm going to get my life at a Beyonce concert. If I'm going to put some on, I'm going to fucking watch a Beyonce concert. And it's just like, y'all, I mean, every argument you coming on with. Because Michael stopped singing live a long and time ago. And let's be real about that shit. I mean, and where well, Adrian taught me this trick to know when Beyonce is Oh, yes. Thing, when she put that mic on. Bitch, I still it. And she wiped her. I should not be telling none of you hoes this shit. I shouldn't be telling none of you hoes. But it's exclusive. Yeah, right. Oh, for the okay, culture. for the culture. Yeah. But she be quick to wipe that sweat off her mouth, bitch, in a second, bitch. Or she used that big-ass mic. I said, all right, sis. <laughs> But so, I mean, every artist has to use backing tracks or fucking, especially if your ass is out it's there. Im- it's impossible. It's, it's impossible. impossible. But we can tell the ones who are able to get on there and perform. We, I mean, who are able to do the shit. So, as we leave, we're just going to, I agree with Adrian. I think that uh, Beyonce is talented, more talented than my <laughs> Let us know who you think is more um, talented. And if you have those reasons, you need to let us know on ForTheCulturePodcast.com slash contact. But we're leaving uh, Beachella and heading to Sizzella. Okay? Uh, we don't have any vocals here. Um, Nothing to see here. Sizzla got out and she performed she at Coachella. She should have got right back in. <laughs> the vocals didn't jump out. The vocals didn't jump out. They <laughs> jumped, <in>. jumped out. <laughs> Girl, Sizzla performed. Oh, Starstruck. <laughs> Sizzla really. It's just not there. It was not. Kendrick was out there too, wasn't it? I don't, I don't know what Kendrick looking like. I don't remember. I don't know. But I just, I couldn't even see it because I was too busy hearing and seeing it. Because <laughs> Sizzle's a fan. Like, she came out there like, hope. She did. She did. She out did. of breath. She did. She did. Sizzle. So she can't sing live. I'm just, I, but we knew she that. She can't. All writers can't sing live. Oh, we knew that. I don't know any. Candy can't sing live. <laughs> who, who? Candy. She. Oh, child. <laughs> exactly. Candy can't sing live. Uh, and Sizzle sound a hot ass man. She did. She just has way. aesthetic. That's it. The and fly, I, that's what the I said. The flowers <laughs> yeah. in your hair and the incense and shit. And a cute song about being, you know, oh, I'm so heartbroken. And people are saying that it was a, it was a great album. I'm sure it, it was. was a, she was a, you know, great. I don't listen to all of it. <clears throat> I'm sure that, you know, it was a great concept and it connected with a lot of people, but you can say that. You can say her album connected with you and that, you know, the vocals didn't. It's okay. To Girl, they didn't connect. The vocals even connected dots. It didn't connect with the mic. Scissor sound a hot ass mess. Moving on to the rest of Coachella that matters. Miss Cardi B. Miss Barty B. <laughs> she said, fuck it, then I got it, baby. <laughs> did she say that for real? Yeah, she did. She said, fuck him, then I get some money. Yes, she did, bitch. Then she said, fuck him, then I got a baby and started laughing, bitch. I was getting my So say she spent a lot of money on the stage. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even hold that. Sis said she spent, girl, they was at the jungle gym, bitch. Bitch, I'm not going to deal with them. Them hoes at the playground. I hated the set. <laughs> I, I hate most of the sets that um, a lot of these artists go up on and do just because it seems like they don't think through it. It just seems like they have a cute outfit. They get on, walk back and forth. And sit their ass down. I don't see anybody with an actual concept. I don't see anybody with an actual sta- you know, staging presence. I don't see anything. I think her performance was way better than it has been. She was really out yes, there. Yes, I will pregnant. say that. She was out there like, bitch, y'all hold on top of me. I'm pregnant. Yeah. For me, I, I'm not getting my life. I just did not. The, the jungle gym with the stripper shit. <laughs> I thought it was a cute concept, but it, should, it looked really stupid. I hated her outfit, too. It seemed... 
I just hated the outfit. But she, she got there. She performed, bitch. Yeah. She was out there performing. She said, bitch, y'all hold on type about performing. Um, I want her to get some new direction. <laughs> I want her to get some new creative direction. Yeah, she needs, I feel like there, there's a lot of potential there to have she some got black. Concept. She got black heterosexual men around her. Yeah, that's her the her problem. Shit. And that shit looks garbage. That's the problem. It just looks... The performance was good. The outfit was... It did not fit her well. Like, <laughs> she, like she was... She was like she about to give birth on the moon in a trash bag. Oh, like a fucking um, like an astronaut suit that she. Girl, I don't know, bitch. I like. I feel like I'm watching Star Wars and the goddamn robots come out. Uba, Uba, Mozzie top, whatever the fuck that robot. I know exactly. But what's the name was giving his birth to? Anakin, where is he at? You push this baby out, bitch. Push these twins out, ho. Uba. Girl, I hated it. I hated it. Bitch, she's like she about to pour some goddamn salt. I should have oh missed the fucking rainbow. Performance was good. I'm going to give y'all that. But I just was not. Staging was not. Staging was all. It was ugly. That shit was. It was no stage. Bitch, did you hear? Um, and that rapper coming out. That, girl, the rap, I, like, I see what Adrian mean when he said the rap performance was just garbage. Like, bro, I came out here and started doing a chicken head or some shit. And they just he did, they, did one dance. They were just, ha, 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 ha. And they stand on stage <laughs> screaming into the mic. I'm just like, I'm, I don't... Post Malone did the same shit. 21 Savage came out, did the same shit. And I'm thinking, I think Big Sean is the only one of the only male yeah. male people, male rappers who... At least I saw one of his performances one time. It was on, at a war show. On a war show. Last maybe. year. And it had a concept behind it. I was like, okay, bitch. Like, Kendrick Lamar, too. Yeah, like... Yes, yes. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. And, and speaking of Kendrick Lamar, he won um, the Pulitzer. Pulitzer, right? yeah. And he's the first, I think, rapper to to even do that shit. I was like, damn, ho- we are- they don't only give it to like jazz. Okay, they say okay. Kendrick be on it. Yeah, he does. He does. He does. I love Kendrick Lamar. Um, there was also hey hey, I forget how you pronounce it. Emmett, Emmett, whatever. Y'all was y'all know who I'm talking about. But he went on to Coachella and he was rapping, and he I don't know, nigga came up in a song and he changed the whole lyric to say, "If you ain't black, don't say it, nigga." Oh yeah, and stopped the whole. I heard about press. that. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. It was it was really great, and the white people were like, huh, what? Challenge their ass, and he did. It was cool. I was like, damn, that takes some fucking. You mm-hmm. did that shit, sis. Mm-hmm. So, um, and to to end this on that, um, Coachella, there was conversation about. You know, Beyonce performing at Coachella and, you know, shaking white people up, but, you know, still making them money because the owner of uh, Coachella is a billionaire who donates a lot of money to organizations um, against, like, support. So what I read up on, and you can, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but what I read is that he, he donated to a Christian group. Mm -hmm. This is what he's saying. He donated to a Christian group, but he didn't realize that they were using that money to anti against anti LGBT stuff, you know, mm-hmm. so he stopped the donations and shit. But I just okay, okay. I didn't hear that. That's good. That's that's that's. I mean, that's sounds like what, a PR statement. <clears throat> that's but, exactly that's what I'm saying. But my thing is, even then, Beyonce um, took this money and she donated it to a lot of HBCUs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. for for HBCUs, she um put like up a scholarship 400. program of thousand dollars. So I I like that. I like. Mm-hmm. Because you know, we always talk about yeah, these are our artists, our favorite artists, but we have to hold them accountable. We do. Um, I like that she put her money where her mouth is. Mm-hmm. I like that. And but also, also for me, I I do wish that there was a conversation, and they were saying that B needs to do a little bit more when it comes to LGBT things, considering that she borrows so much from the. And mm-hmm. I and I had to think about it, and I was like, yeah, she could. I think that's the 
probably the Christian in um, Beyonce. I feel. I like really it. don't think she is, but I really don't, I don't think B's Christian. I, I don't. That's a whole other subject. But I'll say for a later date. I feel like she's so southern and <laughs> that her. I feel like she might be. So I don't. I don't know. But I can agree with people mm-hmm. who are saying that. I can agree with people who are saying that just because. Um, I don't know. I would. I would like to see more. I yeah, would like I, I would. I would definitely like, and I think she is the person to be to, to do she, it. She she's the person it. to do it, and mm-hmm. we do need to see that. And people are saying, "Oh well, she had them on um, freaking dress." Girl, how long ago? What era was that? Oh no, girl, we ain't talking about no fucking crumbs and shit. Freaking dress. Okay, girl, that was eras ago. But overall, Beachella was amazing. Coachella was whack. Um, because, <laughs> Beachella was amazing. I don't Coachella know who, was whack. I yeah, like I don't know who performed at Coachella that made me like, oh shit. Yeah, because I didn't watch many. Me neither. I did. So Scissor didn't do shit for me. She, um, girl, she didn't. She didn't do nothing for herself. Either. Right. Then that's the. Uh, Cardi B's. I think Cardi. Cardi better than Scissor. Scissor. Yeah, yeah. The Scissor had must. She must have got some Scissor and cut her vocals before she. Went. <laughs> I was told. By Apple Care, by Starbucks Care, that I could come in here and profile these niggers. So Starbucks and their situation with profiling. Let's talk about the first incident uh, with the two black men who were basically profiled by the person I think working behind the counter. Yes, I'm not sure if it was a manager. So these two black men were just sitting there um, and. It really doesn't matter what their job. I don't give a fuck about what their job is. And that's what that's <clears> where <throat> a lot of people are saying, "Oh, they're realtors," or but it shouldn't. It really shouldn't matter. It yeah, sh- it, it doesn't. Matter. It doesn't. It made me think about when people were saying, "All oh, these immig- we got immigrants that come and they come here and they're doctors and they're lawyers." And it shouldn't matter. Still, they're humans. It, yeah, it, it, that's that. What's the name? Politics. Okay, I don't have time for. Listen. Oh, where are they good the girl? They're, they're humans at the end of the fucking day. Mm-hmm. So these two black men were sitting down. And um, I, the, the manager was just like, girl, y'all asses, you know, why y'all in here? Y'all not buying anything. You need to leave. And it made me think about when I went to Starbucks and had my desktop, my um, iMac mm-hmm. sitting on the thing. And the woman told me, um, can you can you sit in your lap or something? You can, she was just being funny. Mm-hmm. I knew that's what she was trying to say. Like, I know your black ass ain't got no iMac sitting in here. <laughs> So the um, Howard Schultz, Schultz, I think I'm saying his name, said he was ashamed at the controversial, um, you know, arrest of the two black men, and he was just saying, "I'm embarrassed. I'm ashamed. I think what occurred was reprehensible at um, re- reprehensible at every single level. I think I take it very personal, as everyone in our company does, and we're committed to making it right." The announcement we made yesterday about closing our stores, eight thousand of those. Um, to do significant training with our people is just the beginning of what we will do to transform transform that the way that we do business and educate our people on unconscious bias. I think it's a cute statement. I want to know who the fuck is teaching these goddamn classes. That's exactly my first thought. I said you. I don't see anybody at the higher level in Starbucks. I don't see. I would not expect a lot of minorities to be at the higher levels of the management positions in Starbucks. So what what that means is that these white hoes are going to come down from corporate and teach these hoes how to do shit. I mean that's and that's what I'm saying. Who is teaching these people? What is what does the what does the training program even fucking look like? I think that's I think they need to share that and make that public and just let us know that. Right. Um the fact he's saying I'm embarrassed um this woman is the woman fired? That's what I need to know. Uh I th- Damn, I think she. I'm not sure I, if she's been fired. I don't have that. I think she has pulled been. up. I think she has been. 
Yeah. Uh, there's it. been two incidents. And another one is getting attention recently. The incident of this man was in California. And he was denied the password to the ba the bathroom. Uh, you know, Starbucks and a lot of other restaurants have passwords on, you know, the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And he was denied. Just said, girl, no, you got to buy something. And then a white man came in and he was given the password before he bought anything. Damn. And he recorded him asking, how did you get the password? He said, oh, I, I didn't buy anything. I just came in and I just asked. That was Starbucks. Yeah, that was Starbucks. This happened in California. Okay. It is, it's on the news. Uh, and this guy had, he had, I think he had, he had twists. He had like um, natural hair and shit going on. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, they profiled him. Right. They, they profiled the fuck out of him. And people were saying, well, Starbucks can kick out anybody they want. It's their business. Okay, Starbucks has, what is the pattern? That's what I'm saying. And also, Starbucks has built their, they have marketed as we're a public coffee shop. Y'all have, there were fucking already coffee shops. Starbucks have put them out of fucking business. There were local co coffee shops and shit that had their same thing. You don't have to buy shit, but you come in here okay, using our Wi-Fi. And Starbucks is making fucking money off of fucking advertisement. When you go in there, more than likely, you're going to use the Wi-Fi provided through Google, which they're going to collect your fucking information That's any true. fucking way to sell fucking ads. Don't hit me with this. We're not making no money. You, there ain't nobody giving you shit for fucking free. You're paying for that for shit. For something. You're dude. paying for that shit. That Wi-Fi is free for a fucking reason. You better read them goddamn terms and conditions. <laughs> okay. These companies know what the fuck they're doing. And for people to uh, go up there and give excuses is very disappointing. Also, these big ass CEOs and shit, um, a lot of people don't realize that it's cute. This PR shit is cute, but what is deeply rooted in this society is racism. Mm -hmm. So no matter how many policies your ass bullshits and says that you're going to revise, no matter how many trade, it's just it as at the core is at the center of American society. So until that goes away, girl, it's just going to be more situation after more situation. Yeah, um, and I'm. I think it looks cute. It does, but, but I need to see. Is it? It uh, looks real cute. Girl. It looks really cute. Oh, we're gonna close out because I know that that's. That's some money. That's money that that's money. Out yeah, May 20th. Now, y'all closing out all the stores. Bitch, that shit is... Woo, bitch, that's a lot. But I need to see if y'all are going to, like... Yeah, really be about... Y'all about... Because it seems like it's a culture. It, it is seems, a cup. That is the whole... Starbucks makes their money off of being this culture of exclusivity, mm -hmm. almost. Yeah, like, but you, it's you, not. You, you can't even get in there and fucking order what you want without... You know, using their specific terms, and that's that's good ass branding. It is. I, I want a venti, like whatever. What I want to—that's amazing branding. But mm -hmm. it it also means like you obviously have a target audience, and when what people who you view as your not your target audience come in the shop, then you get shook. Mm -hmm. So I think they just need to widen their fucking mindsets, get rid of this bullshit ignorance. It's and it's gonna take some. It's gonna take some work. It's gonna take um, generations. So we want to know how everyone feels about them closing their stores uh, for that day. Uh, what would you like to see Starbucks do to fix this? Um, and this is just one of the things of several things that's been going on the last couple of days that has gotten attention because trust me, these things happen every fucking day. Yes, they do. Not all of them get attention, but they happen. So they happen to they happen to us. <laughs> yeah, they do. There's some incidents like even when we went to fucking pay for. Um, oh yeah, the fucking moving thing. Yeah, that woman was saying some, some shit, dumb shit. Like, um, what was she saying? That one with the police or some shit. She was, girl, I don't want to hear that. Shut your ass up. You white. Shut up. And then even like with not like even when I went to stores sometimes, I'm like, girl, there's no reason. 
Sometimes when I feel like the eyes are on me, bitch, I whip out my MasterCard, bitch. Fuck you, hoes. I'm coming here to purchase something. Leave me the fuck alone. And I walk in a lot of these establishments in fucking the ghetto with my fucking outfit or whatever the fuck you want to call it. In the most black of the shit, bitch, I walk in holding some sweatpants in a fucking And purchase the fuck and out of hood. them shit. And girls I, like, oh, all this? Yes, all this, bitch. All of this. <laughs> so on top of all of this that was going on, we also had two um, army Oh, yes, yeah. Two women who were in the Army who got into a situation in Macon, Georgia. And it's literally like probably two hours from where we at. And these two women were at Cheddar's. And um, they were, get, from from what I'm hearing, it was a parking spot. They were trying, like, park in. And the white woman, the white walker was upset. She was mad. She was mad as fuck. Her son was mad. Her son was talking shit. So they went park somewhere else. When they saw them... You know, they said, called them, well, I didn't know black lesbians um, served in the military. I didn't know they allowed that and da 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 So they started recording him. They Good. said, girl, I'm going to record this shit. And I don't blame them considering they were in uniform because that is some serious shit. And considering that she is an officer, one of them was a captain. So she was. Her military career could have been washed if that shit, if she didn't have any backup evidence. No. Yeah. Yeah, because they would have not believed her. They would say, oh, bitch, this hoe is lying. So this white woman and her, like, her big. Tall, the, the, the big tall ass fucking son. He remind me of that robot from um, Ready Player One, bitch. I have not seen that movie. Damn, I need to watch it. God damn it. Oh, oh bitch. I need to see it now you say that. But he was trying to grab the phone. Yeah, yeah. She was trying to get it. And she was just having, she was mad. You and your son just harassed this girl and said all this shit. And she ain't doing it but recording. Now you feel violated? That's fucking, that, that white people for you. Yeah, they will be the aggressor and then play the victim it's just it it's literally like watching magic work you will see a white person we like act out lash out and then um they will act like the victim there was a tweet that you know black someone said every black woman has a story where they talk to you know white women in their in their workplace about you know holding them accountable for something that they did and it ends with the white woman in tears because they they, you know automatically go into because because they know white supremacy offers them like Perpetual mm-hmm. innocence. That's the same shit that's going on Real Housewives of Atlanta with fucking Kim ass. And it just it don't it didn't work, girl. They see right through the bullshit sometimes. So this shit is going on, and the white woman has been arrested. The white Walker has been arrested. She's seventy one years old. You can kick rocks. <laughs> you can kick rock. You can choke. It was wasn't one of the officers pregnant. Yes, yeah, she was. She said she was pregnant. And the white woman got even more scared. The, the guy should have been arrested too, honestly. Yeah. He should have been arrested. And just seeing this, I was just like... A parking spot, bitch. A goddamn parking spot. Them hoes, bitch, this is my space. I mean, they own the fucking country, the economy, the fucking... I mean, and I can't have a parking spot? Sit, sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. Girl, it was... I, I'm. It really kind of just drained me because I knew... I probably would have been in this situation and had to like drag the fuck out of a white woman and probably would have probably got in trouble. Probably would have lost my military career to been gone. Um, but like I'm literally defending myself. Like this, this, these women were just really defending themselves. And even if they would have beat the shit out of that white woman, and I she would have died. given no fucks. I still would not have given that no shit fucks. is so scary because I, I know if the reverse would would happen if it was a white a black person. Hitting a white soldier, bitch, they would have been on Sean Hannity and dragging the fuck out of there. They would have ran with their story instead of the story of him and fucking Michael Cohen. (laughs) You better believe it. Listen, but respect our veterans. That's what I'm saying. Respect our army people. Y'all don't respect that shit. So that fucking bullshit, y'all got mad at fucking, uh, oh, fucking disrespecting our veteran, but you have this white woman. She needs to be fucking, 
rehabilitate it. I'll she say needs to that. Be something. She <laughs> needs to be something. Be recalibrated. Yes, bitch, completely. Okay, but she completely disrespect these these women. Like that shit was way too much. These two, and it was her son too. I'm telling you now, and I look at old white women like sometimes in disgust. Like when they're in their seventies or something, I really look at them like, girl, I wonder what type of like mindset you have or hat. <laughs> Girl, or what you've been teaching your kids? Yeah. So, it's I'm 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 not gonna say I'm like not, you said. It was very draining to see. I I barely could watch some of the shit that has happened this week. I, it's just that's why I had to stay away from that shit. The <laughs> I haven't done shit in so long, but mm-hmm. it's been very emotionally draining. I had to just all right, girl. Sit my ass down. On my you can't help but see it, especially if you're on social media, if you're on Facebook and Twitter. You're gonna see it. Like yeah. I literally scroll past. I have it. to. Yeah. So yeah. Um that. It, it was depressing, and that's why we wanted to talk about it to the, to the very last. Uh, but we just have to be kind of, I don't know if we can be vigilant. Like, what can we do? Like, that type of situation, how does that work? Like, what do you do in a situation like that when you have a white woman harassing you, and you know if you beat the dog shit out of her, the story can change? I think, I, I don't know what to tell anybody. I don't know what to tell anybody. Because I feel like that was a smart decision to record. Um, but at the same time, bitch, if you feel like you're in danger, I'm not going to say don't beat that bitch ass. Beat that whole ass. <laughs> Listen. Beat her ass. I mean, but and then I can understand somebody saying, like Terry Crews said, I'm a big ass black man. Mm-hmm. And if I, even if someone attacked me and I attacked them back, it, it's the whole world's going to view me as the villain. So I can understand people making that those decisions. Like, I just, I can't do it. I fight my battles. Those women really looked. They really, you know, they really... I think they really thought. So I really, they really that. thought because I, I don't know. There was me out of just went, but this, considering all the shit that's been going on, I would have snapped. I think I would have. Bitch, you got me fucked up. Bitch, you gonna die today. <laughs> you gonna fucking die. Because like, there's no reason for your ass to be trying to put your hands on me, bitch. Back the fuck up. Back girl, the fuck up. Back up off me. Back up <laughs> off me, girl. All right, kicking up. Kiki. Kiki's. And bitch, I hope y'all got the keys to the Jeep because I'm finna go there. Who got the keys? Okay, room, girl. I hope not Missy Elliott. Girl. <laughs> oh but for the Kiki, I want to remix some shit and ask a question considering the things that I've dealt with the last two weeks. I have a question I want everyone to answer it. Mm-hmm. How do you tell someone that you may have contracted and STI. Ooh, bitch. How do you tell someone that you you're dating or whatever? How do you go about telling them that I might have contracted an STI? Damn. That is a, and I, not to put Adrian on the spot because I really didn't even tell him this question before. I asked. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and go with so me. So it, it depends. It, the, the um. Oh, you want to you you answer it? No, I'm trying to ask for the parameters. So it's like, okay, are, are I'll give you a scenario. Yeah, are we date. We we have. Are we dating and I was fucking with niggas before and then it, it manifested now and now I'm dating this other person and I have to now confront him and tell him like, look, I was fucking around with niggas before and that's why. Or I'm thinking you a scenario. About- okay, let's say okay. let's say something is you know, something has changed in my body and I'm noticing something is different. And let's say I have went and got tested and got a checkup and you know, and they telling me that I have contracted chlamydia. Mm-hmm. And do how do you Let's say you have three or four sexual partners that you've had sex with in the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. In the last couple of weeks, honestly. Um, how do you go about, like, how would you go about, like, contacting them and letting them know 
Ooh, Jesus. That is some complicated shit. That but is. it's a real life scenario. It is, it is. I thought about that. And this is like, I've we've all been there. Like, let's just be completely honest. We've all been there. Some of us probably haven't. Some of us probably don't want to admit it. But for people who don't, people who do and recognize and, and had to say, I think you have gave me something. It's just, uh-huh. And it's just, it, just be honest. Just be honest about it. It's the same thing as motherfucking giving you the cold or some shit. Yeah, yeah, Or yeah. flu. We don't look down upon somebody for it's that. It's like, girl. But it's, you know, yeah. attached to sex. Yeah. So, for, like, listening to the conversation that I had, um, and the person had said, I don't want to tell such and such because they're trash and they should have let me know. But I had to share with them. How do you know that they know that? Because there's sometimes which you might be asymptomatic. You don't show any symptoms. You can be asymptomatic for a long time with a for lot a of long blood. time, a very long time with a lot of these um with a lot of these infections. You can be yes. So somebody might have did them like that the same way, right? And, and the cycle will can continue to yes, and we fold have over and fold over. Yes. So for me, I would go through a list and be like, yeah, let me, I will. I would let you know. One of my friends told me about his situation like two months ago, and he said that he shared. He, he told us, "Hey, like, look, I went and got tested, and you need to go get tested too, because I know we didn't use protection last time we had sex." That's the that's the that's the best way. That to was do a it. really that's the I, best way and most mature way to do it. I don't think. And I was so proud of him to do that because he's trash. If I'm, I love the fuck out of him, and I'm gonna make sure I tell and share this um this this post for whatever this this um episode with, with him, him. Yeah, because. He really like we've had conversations and he said some trash stuff about you know HIV about um, you know STIs and stuff and I like talked to him I said sis you probably need to consider prep considering how sexual active you are mm-hmm. and he had a situation and he went and got that he was like girl I contracted something got it taken care of but now I'm on prep because I can't you know I know there are situations where. I probably won't use a condom, mm-hmm. and I probably especially if your ass is gays. We like to get drunk. <laughs> so, yeah, we do, and, so, it's and not we the... don't make the best decisions sometimes when we drunk. And so, you know, I, I can completely understand people's trying to protect themselves in the best way that they can. And mm-hmm. I, that's that's the best way, sis. That's I I don't blame you, sis. But I I feel like that's so complicated. I feel like with people who are not because that has not happened to me and happened to me yet. That I had to say something, but girl, I that's so hard. It is very hard. When when I was younger and I was thinking about that shit, I was like, girl, I feel like I would just be like, bitch, girl, just cut. You know how they do the anonymous shit, where it's like, girl, you've contracted. Bitch, you about to do thirteen reasons. Bitch, I'm about to give you fucking leaving tapes around the fucking school park, bitch. <laughs> Incognito type of tease, bitch. Oh my gosh. But so- there is an option for people. There, I think in some cases. Yeah. There's an option for people to say, hey, these are the numbers that you can fucking contact. And I'm pressed right now. I don't feel like contacting them. But Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That happened to me long time ago. Back in 2008, I had got back. Um, I was in the Army. I just got back from basic training in AIT. And I was gone for like six, seven months. And I was contacted by the health department. And they was like, girl, you got to come down here. And I like it shook me up. Like I was going to register for school. Damn. And I, I think it was like in July. This was July in 2008. I never will forget it. And you just like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I went down there and they scared the shit out of me. And um, I tested negative. And I told them, I said, look, I've been gone for the, like the last seven months. And I've not had sex with anyone. In this, um, I've not had sex with no one. Oh, so they just named you to name. Yeah, I was like, I'm not had any, any sex with anybody. Um, period. And 
in the Tennessee area, and the only person that I did, we didn't even we didn't even have sex. It was like, just messing around. That's what I'm saying. Like, and you know, you can you can contract syphilis. Yes, yes, you can. Orally, you sure can. but that person, we did not have sex. We mm-hmm. did not have. We didn't have any sex. We didn't have any sex like that. So now, and even then, I don't think the Memphis Health Department would have been contacting me. Right, 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 right. So it didn't make any sense to me. So I was like, this is a person that stays in Memphis who who said who put right, me right, down. Right, right, right. Um, but you know, there has been a time I had to say, girl, <laughs> this shit like something ain't right. Like get this Some, shit together, bitch. Like, <laughs> like, girl, what's the tea? And I said, let me go through. You know, luckily for me, I knew the people I was, you know, sexually active. Right, with. right, right. And, see what and I went and said, girl, you might want to, you know, check out what's going on. Not saying anything, but you might want to, you might want to just see what stuff. the tea is. Yeah. yeah. But I think being positive, being open about your, you know, sexuality and about your sexual health and stuff is very important mm-hmm. because it takes the fucking awkwardness out of it. Yeah, it does. Completely. Because if we approach the conversations like that more often, it will, it will be more natural. It won't be as... We won't have, hopefully, young kids in the future um, scared to go get themselves tested. It would just be like, oh, yeah, no, I know about that. I just have to make sure I do this. Go Mm -hmm. get tested here. Mm -hmm. Here's where I get the resources. And this is, I do it every three months, and I know I'm good. Yeah. So it has to come to, I always joke about it, but I said it has to become as natural to us as brunches. That's true. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it it has to become as seamless. Us. Literally come. Okay. <laughs> yes. It's important. Like we have to understand that we have to break this shit, break all of that, so we can be able to have conversations and not make people feel awkward because that's or what's, ashamed. Because yeah. they won't come back, and it will. I mean, they'll keep doing it. They'll keep, you know, Listen, but they won't come back now. Because we all. I mean, some of us enjoy sex, some of us don't. But a lot of us. Human do. nature is that. Listen. We like to get aroused, okay? We like to be playing around sometimes. We do. <laughs> so you have to be like, you have to understand that, and it's nothing wrong with it. And I just want people to get more comfortable about it. Yeah, especially um, now that we have in this day and age, now we have the tools. Back then, they didn't know what the fuck was going on. Mm-mm. And that's why it was so stigmatized. Like, oh shit, only do it with people you're married to because we don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah, but then you don't get married to that shit is garbage. <laughs> okay. And, and all, all that shit is garbage. Like, there is no such thing as safe sex. Safer sex. That's only safer sex. There can be, you know, instead of using spit, you can use lube and, you know, using a condom for one out of three sexual partners. Like, that's still... Instead of, like, just doing it for... You know what I mean? Yeah. That's... There's steps. steps. There's steps. Like, and, like, um, me and Adrian learned... What was it? About two... It was two or three years ago. Yeah. We went to this... um, The panel, right? Yeah. And they was... This guy said that you have to have tools in your toolkit. You have to, you know, well, this person, I'm going to use a condom. Well, this person, I'm not going to use spam or use lube. There are so many things that you can do to combat it. And we have to take ownership of that. And we have to take ownership of our health and have a conversation with someone that we're sexually involved with. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not supposed to be putting all my shit on you. This is my health I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So I need to be respectful. Like, if, girl, if trade is coming over... Listen, and me. he fucking because we've all been there. Listen, when motherfuckers me. just try to slide it in... I just, listen, and, I have, and don't be giving the fuck. Um, just... I, just I, I've been there where motherfuckers just just literally think they're just gonna stick it in. Cause I mean, without asking, and you just be in the moment. And you be like, oh shit, I'm a horny as hell, girl. Let's just get it over. Let's just do it right now. We're it feeling it. And I'm just like, I feel. Ugh, I'm just. Like, I hate being like, ah, oh, girl. I don't know, sis. <laughs> but you have to. You have to. You have to. You have to make sure that you know what you what you're comfortable with, and that you're you're prepared. Prepare yourself and educate yourself. That's it. That's it. That's it. Prepare yourself. Educate yourself. Know what you're doing. 
take your health into your own hands. And the rest will fall in your place as long as you're, you know, consistent. Yeah, because imagine if you knowing some things, like, you're more, like, paying attention to, like, if I've been through a situation, I'm learning about my sexual health and, like, how, like, all these infections or what are things that can happen. Um, I need, I'll know how to handle a situation when I'm sexually involved with people in the future. Right. To protect myself. So it, I might do something different this time. Mm-hmm. As opposed to last time where you were unaware. I always tell the story about how I was like, girl, I was fucking shit up, girl, in high school when I was young. Um, and I was, I mean, my parents obviously didn't tell me anything about that shit at all. Like it's gay sex or anything like that. And then, you know, the only time they, you know, found a problem with is when they looked at my phone. Oh, you doing all this stuff? Now we got to get you tested. Now we got to do all this. Now we got... I'm like, damn, where was all this shit before? Girl, I was listen. putting myself at risk. And, and think about when you make homophobic comments, you, you make jokes about stuff like that. You make people not comfortable being themselves. And then in that, your child... You will know, hide the fact that they're doing certain things. And then they put themselves at, at risk. And then you... You don't know shit. You don't know shit about what's going on. You don't know no shit because the person... Like, because I... The first person I had sex with was 29 when I was 15. I think it was 15, 16. And he was 29 years old. Um, and it was statutory rape. That was. I was fucking 15. I think I was going on 16. And we had sex. He could have... I could have contracted something from him. Yeah. At fucking 15, 16 years old. I definitely... And not known because even when I'm going to the goddamn doctor, they're, they're not, not testing, testing for, for that shit. shit. They're not testing for they're that shit. They're not, bitch. And it's crazy because that is so true. I, I, I could have definitely been in the same situation because I was doing... I was doing the same shit when I was mm-hmm. that age. And I know one of my um, close friends, um, he went through a situation like that and he come to find out... Well, he's not a close friend. He does a lot of work with me with um, with other stuff. And he found out he had AIDS. Mm-hmm. He had AIDS. And he didn't find out until oh, he had on. Like, to, so long. Yeah, because he didn't know. Wow. He didn't know. Like, And it was his first time even having sex. That's And that's why I hate, I hate, that's one of the reasons why I hate the shaming that goes on mm-hmm. in, especially the gay community when it comes to people who are living with HIV. I'm like there are there are so many things that we currently do right now and that you have done that that could have the situation could have ended up so much different but now you're speaking on this fucking pedestal of privilege just because the Russian roulette ain't hit your ass bitch. yet because yet I'm telling you now what the CDC said the I CDC said in, girl one, one in one in two I think it's one in three. I one in three. It probably has changed, girl. But it's it's a lot. Yeah. I think that let me let, matter of fact, we're gonna pull it up. Okay. Uh, CDC one in I think three it was gay men. Let me see. Yes. Okay, here it is. CDC Center for Disease Control and Prevention. Listen. Um, here it is, girl. I'm pulling it up. Because I think it's a specific statistic for gay black men. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And one one in six gay and bisexual men living in with HIV are unaware they have it. This is one in six. Jesus. And I, I can't find the other one. They said one in, I think it was one in three. Will uh, contract it in, in if, their lifetime. Yeah, if, if we stay the current if course. We, yeah, yeah. So if we don't change it. I'm, I'm trying to pull it up, but I might not be able to find enough time for y'all asses. But it, it is up. Like, look it up. There's a whole article on it uh, on the CDC and also, oh, it says half of, yes, right here on their, their website, half of black gay men and a quarter of Latino gay men um, are projected to be diagnosed within their lifetime. 
So Jesus, it's yeah. half. Um, so that's why I hate when people fight the people who are living with HIV versus the virus. Fight the virus, girl. Don't fight the people living with it. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking they about? Don't, but they think, they, like you said, on their pedals, they feel good by talking yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. They feel good. I, I, I think we all feel, some of us feel good being being able to oppress people. Yeah, or step on to, other people yeah, now. It makes us feel good. Yeah. So, you know, but that's a conversation. Let us know what y'all think about it. Uh, I'm definitely ready for some of y'all feedback. If you want to have a continued conversation for it for next week, make yes. sure that you go to fulfillthecultureplodcast.com slash contact. And you can be anonymous and talk about how anonymous. you. Okay. <laughs> you can talk about how you dealt with that and how the situation was. Yes. Yes, I did get your May 23rd letter. And I'm about to read it right now. Thank you so much. <laughs> so we're answering letters um, for the culture. Uh, make sure you go to fortheculturepodcast.com slash contract and hit us up. We got two that are related to Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Yes. And I'm going to merge these hoes together mm-hmm. because that's what y'all want to do with Cardi and Nicki anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so the first one says, wig. <laughs> yes. Hey, you guys. <laughs> it looks like Justin won the bet on Cardi B's album selling. It yep. went go. Adrian, I'm not sure why you thought it would flop. She has a pretty steady fan base. If we're being completely honest, Invasion of Privacy was better than Lemonade. Let's argue. <laughs> okay, well, that... I, mean, <laughs> I don't I'll argue with... I don't argue with illogical statements. The invasion of pe- pregnancy. Is like, <laughs> I don't. I don't argue with logical statements, so we can. That one. She said it was the better. Last one was. Wig said it's better than lemonade, bitch. Girl, I have. Did it have a culture impact, or did it just make us bop and tap I, our feet? Right. So and give lemonade. us something good to eat, cause that's what those rhymes were. <laughs> lemonade gave us broke records and changed the industry. So. Girl, lemonade doesn't mean shit from Chick Fil A anymore. <laughs> Girl, this another one from Miss Denise. I know it's going to be the topic of discussion, Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj. I'm not sure what's going on, but I feel like as if Atlantic is trying to end Nicki's career. She put out two singles and everyone kept saying that she needs to give up pop and bars and she did, she did, but let me tell them it wasn't. But she did, but let them tell it it wasn't. People said Cardi is relatable, Nicki is not, but Cardi was dark-skinned, would she be as famous? I know it's been discussed, but some folks have this mindset that Cardi can't do wrong. And if Nicki speaks her mind, she's jealous, blah, blah, blah. Something is off with this beef, but maybe I'm overthinking. Girl, she wrote, she made some good points. She did. I don't think that I don't think that Cardi B was be as successful if she was dark-skinned. Well, I mean, we know that I just know because um, there are so many. Dark skinned women who act this, um, who have, I don't want to say act, but who have the same kind of like presence. They have the same type of personality as Cardi B. And what about Miss De- the girl from Detroit does? The girl from Detroit. What's her name? Yo, girl. What the- she had them ugly ass boots oh. on. Oh, <laughs> Cash Dog. Yeah. I love she has bitch. the same personality. She does have the same fun type of, I'm about my money, bitch. I don't give a fuck about anything type of personality, which is why I like her. But. Yeah. I think black people support, but I think mainstream gets behind. Ambiguous um, looking people. Okay. I think that's I what it have is. To agree with that. I think black people support Cash Doll. You support Cash Doll. Other people I've heard support Cash Doll. They like Cash Doll. Um, but I think that that racial ambiguity does help. Um, and someone made a good point. Seren. Yes. Made a good point, and she said that people. I cannot think. What did she say? What she she kind of talked about the fact that Cardi B 
is seen as well, she's not like she has a racial ambiguity going on. Versus Nicki Minaj, even though she benefits from light skin, yes, yes. she's still a, a black woman, yeah. and they look at her as like the angry black woman yes. that's always been. And I completely agree with Saran completely. 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 <laughs> Completely. So y'all ain't checking out Serene uh, Sensei. Girl, she is she's not a big fan she, of Cardi. She is not. But I, I don't think that uh, Serene is a fan of anybody. <laughs> Serene just letting know what it is. But she, yeah, she but, is. She, but she does like Nikki, but she will tug on Nikki's wig in the middle let her know what it is. I love Serene. Yeah, she be letting the girls know what it is. So I think that, like, yeah, I think we answered that question. Um, I do think that Atlantic is behind a lot of this shit. Atlantic is behind anything. If they, They'll do anything if it thinks they'll make, it, they'll make money. And starting beef and drama is just... The tip of the iceberg, I'm yeah. sure. I think Cardi B is making um, music for um, white for white women to get crunk and party to. I think that's exactly what it is. I think they feel comfortable, which is why she's on these um, shows and stuff. It's cute. But girl, yep. there are other people out here doing stuff and y'all don't even give them half the time. Like I just I think Cardi B is about to turn into corporate Cardi if so she we'll hasn't see. already. I would but like to see it. Time will tell case study type of team. Okay. Next case. We have a letter from Anonymous. And honestly, she's been dealing with um, the same type of things that I've been going through. Hey, Justin and Adrian, I've been watching y'all since I was 12 and I just turned 17. Woo! And I've been going through something for months now. A few months ago, I had overwhelming feelings of anxiety, sadness, and existential crises. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly my grandmother died. Damn. These same feelings Mm -hmm. resurfaced two months ago and my sister's friend dad died last night i woke up in the middle of the night and because i had the same intense feelings and i got the news this morning that one of my classmates died damn i'm not sure why these things are happening and i'm desperately trying to control it which is, i think that's the most important sentence of this email because i'm trying to do the same thing i feel like i've been chosen to predict things not just death but breakups job opportunities, etc. but I'm not trying to pursue no damn psychic career. <laughs> what do you all think is going on with me and how would you handle it? Do you think it's something that's out of my control or is it something I can control? Thanks. Love y'all so much. Uh, off topic kind of, but I'm getting my college education for free and I'm an artist slash musician. I'm in high school, a uh, small high school program that has about 150 students. Um, and the boy who died was a sophomore in a mentally abusive household who talked about killing himself um, because of his family. It's just so unfortunate how he probably felt so alone and done with the bullshit that he felt like he needed to die. And it's so unfortunate that nobody took what he said seriously. Wow. Wow. Girl. I've been experiencing the same thing. I've been... It's probably the weed. Um, but The weed what? It's probably weed, man. <laughs> They've been making me think so much oh, okay. about it, but I mean, obviously, life events as well, mm-hmm. and my mental state. <laughs> but I've been thinking, like, damn, when I die, I'm real. Like, it's over, girl. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not coming back. I, it's done forever. So, you really think you're not coming back for real? I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, damn. But the only thing that gives me you might become a planet. That's what I'm thinking. The only thing, like, like, what's his face off of um, Guardians of the Galaxy too? Uh, ego, the planet. Yeah, bitch. Ego was that bitch. Yeah, bitch. He's crazy ass. <laughs> I'm gonna watch that shit today. Yeah. So I always think about that, but then I always think about like, well, if there was nothing before my birth, I mean, it can happen again. Maybe it can happen again. Maybe I, my consciousness comes in in a different place. But I, I've been going through those same feelings i think what will help us because i try to control every aspect of my life i also have been working so hard to get my master's degree i was working hard towards a goal and now 
I have certain things that I want and now I'm just like, oh shit, there's nothing to drag mm-hmm. myself about. And I feel like I should not need to drag myself to be sane. Mm. So I think just grounding yourself with human connection, making sure that you are... And I know that when you're depressed, <laughs> it's not easy to be around other people. Um, but grounding yourself in human connection can kind of make you feel like like you fucking exist. You know what I mean? Like what you're doing matters. And, and it can kind of alleviate that existential crisis that you're going through. Um, but other than that, I really have no advice because I'm struggling with the same thing. Yeah, it is difficult. I think you have to find your place. Whatever that... It works for you that it's not going to like tear you apart, right? Because uh, sometimes I will eat. Yeah, she makes me gain weight, makes me fucking fat and unhealthy. Um, and I think sometimes I shut myself out from people and makes people worry. Yeah, about me, but I don't really. I just need some time to myself, which is what I I noticed. Yeah, <laughs> some folks, some people just don't be like, oh, Justin is is being an asshole to me. No, bitch, I'm being selfish. Right now, and I'm taking care of myself. It's not you. Or honestly, you're you're being. I don't know, cause sometimes when I cut myself off from people, I'm like, girl, you probably wouldn't want to be around me right now, cause I'm like real. Like it wouldn't even be. It would be like a pity party. Mm-hmm. Like so, I understand. I understand. Yeah, cause I can imagine if I'm not if I'm not feeling it, I don't want to. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But if I'm not in the mood and I go somewhere and then I'm ready to go, that can fuck up everybody else. Everybody else. And then it'll make me even feel even more bad. bad. I'm just like, yeah, bitch, yeah, yeah. should just stay, stay should, your ass home. Should have shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> but I think even if it's one person or even if somebody online, you know what I mean? Some, some Find someone you can talk to and express mm-hmm. those things. Like, I'm glad you sent us the email that you could do it, you know? But grounding yourself with human connection that is meaningful can kind of make you feel like, Okay, the world, I'm dying, I will die eventually, you know what I mean? Every, you know, there are a lot of people around me dying, but the most important thing about life is is a connection, an emotional connection, the stuff that you get from people, so. Aww. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so, um, our last but not least letter. That I sing. Okay, girl, she is a little bit lengthy, but I love... Um, the letter? A situation, man. I do. I love the letters. Um, this is coming from my guy, Brandon. Justin, Adrian, I simply cannot get enough of you two. This Yay. happens to be my second time writing in, which is totally not my thing, but I honestly can't help <laughs> wanting to engage with you both. That's good. That's good. That's totally I good. love your banter, and you're awesome. An extra sexy. Oh. Okay. Extremely sexy, you said. Yes. Tangents and, ooh, segues. Seg, ooh. Girl, this is this is PhD level shit <laughs> facilitated through your nerddom, all of your comic culture references. Now that I've got all the pleasantries out of the way, I want to get to the purpose of me writing. I have a question for you and perhaps one for the culture as well. In our baby shower episode, you brought up the topic of paying for sex mm-hmm. and whether you would do it. Have done it or would not. I pondered the question myself and thought about to my past experience of my personal search of my personal response. I've been involved with guys since I was 15. Now, on the precipice of my 30th, I've had a gambit of scenarios that placed me on either side of the spectrum when discussing in the exchange of money for sex. Not in a such a literal sense, but more in a sense of what Justin mentioned in the episode. Yeah, like paying for. Yes, early on, I found myself being uh, dined and extended certain financial courtesies of which I felt the need to pay back. 
with some sort of play with my benefactor. During those times, I've had very little to offer in my book, and I felt that sex was what I had the uh, had that they desired. Oh. It was my currency of bargaining chip to afford me an opportunity to sit at the table with Solange. No, I, I say that. But these <laughs> men who I've admired and were attracted to. For me, I what for me it wasn't that I was vowed by the lifestyle or wanted financial gain. I always wanted more interest. I was always more interested in the person. I often said that oftentimes people place priorities in life based on the uh, based on the basic definition of a noun. They either place priority on people, places, things, or ideas. Mm-hmm. I've always prioritized people and ideas, and that's what I got out of the situations. Okay. Access to people and ideas that I didn't get when dating guys my age. Opposite of my earlier experience as a younger man, now if I find myself in the company of a younger man, I normally pay, especially if I initiate the date. That's me. There's always an heiress expectation, not necessarily from me, but I can tell that sometimes the younger guy is impressed and their energy changes that I insinuate that their headspace may have shifted to what I'm supposed to do now. Girl, I've been there. I have been there like, baby, oh my, he's paying for my food. Mm -hmm. I'm always careful to assure that they don't feel the same pressure I did when navigating that slow situation when I was younger. Yeah, I, that's I've had, really good. That is, I've I've had to say that a couple of times. Oh, bitch, this is a good one. Yeah, this is a good one. <laughs> These this brings me to my question for you guys in the culture. Why have we reduced our sexual experiences to a form of currency, almost? And what does that mean for our view on sex? Are we a society too sexual? Lastly, if we become too sexual, what are the ramifications of that as if it relates to our con- connectivity on other levels when trying to date? Hmm. I'm sorry that, that my comments are so wordy, but I really want to know what you guys think. No, that's a good question. Brandon. Oh, question. Brandon got me wet. Right on together, bitch. <laughs> bitch, where's Brandon at? Hey, Brandon. Brandon. <laughs> fine ass, bitch. Oh, his wordplay. Just, just based on the words, I was like, okay, girl. Okay, bitch. <laughs> I thought um, the fucking top version of Adrian was still Oh, my <laughs> the top verse. Oh, oh. I am screaming. Bitch, bitch, I hope you know I'm typing in your shit on Facebook. Okay, and where is it at? Bitch, I'm like fucking Dora. <laughs> Do you see Brandon with his smart ass motherfucker? Do you mind? see Brian, Brandon's nine inch cock? <laughs> oh, God. Swiper, no swiper. <laughs> but Brandon had a couple of questions. They were really good. They were really good. They made me think of like me dating um, sometimes younger guys and sometimes older guys because I've been on a. Both, yeah. both ends of the stick. One guy, you know, actually picked the food out for me. Oof, Jesus. Yeah, Girl, I remember you talking about that shit. Bitch, like, oh. I, I think he was like 50-something. He was like, he's going to have this, and he's going to have this wine. The idea of it is cute. I think Sometimes. the idea, right, in certain spaces, in but certain times. I can't live it. Just that can't alone should have told you he going to be trying to do that shit to your whole life. Listen. <laughs> So, um, that's the, the first question. <clears throat> um, the things that bring me to the things, this thing, these, oh shit. This brings me to my question for you guys in the culture. Why have we reduced our sexual experiences to a form of currency almost? And what does that mean for our view on sex? I, hmm. I think that when you leave a community out to dry and they don't have resources, a majority of them are homeless, they get disowned by their um, parents, they don't have a lot of shit to fall back on. Mm -hmm. So then, what do you have? I have my body. So I'm going to use it. And I think... 
And that's not to say that you're, you're people are only sex workers when they don't have shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But I'm saying that that probably lends to the idea of sexuality or sex being currency because that's one of the few things of value that gay people have mm-hmm. um, as a whole, as a community. A lot of them, a lot of us do not have that, you know, foundation because society continues to discard us. So I think, especially because I remember you were talking. Um, in those things you went to about transactional sex when it involves like a place to stay and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's probably one of the main reasons. Yeah. Um, there have been a situation that, that I, I, I've seen guys who, you know, kind of homeless and don't have nowhere to go and have, you know, people, oh, I, I got somewhere you stay, you can stay with me. But, but at what cost? And, and usually that's what it ends up being. Exactly. That, that exactly what it ends up being. Mm-hmm. So, I when I did that with one guy, um, I made sure I was like, you know, me and him were sexually involved at one point. But once he told me that he was going through some stuff, and I didn't know about it, I told him that he had to sleep in the other room. In the, on the couch. Yeah, because I didn't want him to feel like that he need to have sex with me to to yeah. have a place to stay. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want him to have that mentality going on. Yeah. Um, but you know. This shit happens, and I think that's how a lot of men can like prey on people. Yes, and it's it's fucking it's so goddamn garbage. It really it is so garbage. Like especially like he noticed with the younger gay people that are in, inexperienced with a lot of things, they kind of tend to look at certain things and prioritize it, mm-hmm. not knowing like, girl, just because this person has money or can pay for something. I know that's probably you don't have a lot of it, but just because this person can pay for. Certain things does not mean that they're good for you. And listen. it's hard to separate that when your ass is hungry. <laughs> Girl, listen, bitch. You know? is, you, is you hungry? I see you looking at my cake like you're ready to eat. Yes. Are we a society too sexual? I I think too sexual is <laughs> is probably a a little bit problematic. What what I guess what are you describing as too sexual? Because I think I think I think it could be blurred if you're looking on just social media sometimes. Okay. I think if you're looking at social media and you're looking at just, it may seem like that. I think that we think like our friends on Facebook, the people we follow on Twitter, and the people we follow on Instagram, that this is the world. No, it's not. Because some, okay. some of our shit is not diverse. Okay. Like, I don't see I don't see a lot of niggas. I will agree. I will agree with yeah, that. Yeah, I don't see a lot of men on my social media who are naked that much. I don't follow a lot of guys who post, you know, um dick prints and stuff. I honestly don't like to see that on my Instagram. I just that's just me. And I like to see dicks. I love it. But I think I think like you said, I think it's just like we have we some people are under the illusion that sex is the only thing that mm-hmm. we have to offer, and sex is amazing. Sex is great. Sex is fun. Sex is, but like we also have, like he said, ideas. We have other things, and I. So I guess that's what he means by too sexual. Like we're just we we think that's the only thing that is mm-hmm. there that mm-hmm. we can offer. Okay, I can definitely see that. Um, that is interesting. That's a sex is currency. Lastly, if we have become too sexual, what are the ramifications of that as if it relates to our connectivity uh, on other levels when trying to date? I wouldn't say too sexual, but if we are only invested in sex, I guess I would say that. If we are only invested in sex, that's the only thing that we're invested in, then um, 
that's the that's the extent to which we will con- create connections with other people. Mm-hmm. It won't it won't go past that. And it, we're speaking of, in the queer community community because that's the only community, community that yeah. I can't speak <laughs> of. Um, I have noticed that a lot of people that I'm friends with now, I've had sex with them in the past. Mm-hmm. Like there are some friends that the first time our interactions we had sex mm-hmm. and we ended up being friends. There was, yeah, I remember in college, it was, it was kind of like that in the beginning, but then, I don't know, but then after, I was like, okay, girl, we just, off. I, I got a group of gays who are like, okay. Yeah, yeah, I don't, because, and people, and people always think, that don't, you see two people, gays in a room. Oh my God, <laughs> I have guys who tried to date me, and literally, like, you and Adrian have fucked. <laughs> I was like, girl, I do not see Adrian sexual at all. No, man. I have, like, I've never seen him. And I was like, okay, this is the definition of friend I want to have. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, yeah. we have a connection, but it's not sexual at all. Like, I don't see my friend sexual. I just but don't. I think that's why it, like, our relationship has lasted. One of the reasons mm-hmm. why is because we know each other so well. And yeah. Like, we are able to, all right, girl. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But, bitch, they automatically assume just because of our connection yeah, that we yeah. have, like, bumped. I said, girl, we've literally slept in the same bed, like, in underwear and shit, but never naked. Some friends, and we've never cuddled, too. We've talked about that, too, because some of their friends, some people have said that they have shit, like, cuddle with their friends. I have not. I have not. That's some shit I don't. I, I don't have do. not. I don't, have I? I think, like, if I do something like a hug or I, like, mm-hmm. I think even in general it's difficult for me to be affectionate, which is what I'm trying to work mm-hmm. on. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know mm-hmm. how I'm going to, <laughs> but yeah, no, no. I think I, I don't know. I don't trust myself doing shit like that, bitch. I'll get attached. Yeah, like and to, <laughs> for me, stuff like that. That is sex to me. That's yeah, sexy bitch, to me. That's you. Intimacy turns me on more than anything. I tell people like sending a dick picture, ass picture, and that, all that you, shit. That's a dime a dozen, bitch. That, girl, that shit is so accessible. <laughs> you have Tumblr, Twitter. All that type of shit. But you be cuddling in the bed and shit. That's on a different type of shit. Yeah, it is. That's something I'm not used to. That's, um, <laughs> that's sexy as fuck to me. And I will literally get pissed off if I don't get it from somebody that I do find attractive. Mm-hmm. So, um, girl, that is a good, good question. Brandon? Miss Brandon, she did that. She is. I'm noticing who this Brandon is. I'm going to find out. I got your email. <laughs> I'm gonna, search, search, search. Okay, bitch, I'm going to type you in. Find you. I think I found your ass on, on social media, honey. Hello. 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 <laughs> he like he tall. I don't think that's him, though. Okay. He's like a strong black man. A strong. Okay. And he went to my favorite restaurant with one of my friends, too. I don't I mean, know him. Justin, you be fine. I'm being nosy as fuck, bitch. <laughs> but uh, Brandon, let us know. Keep in touch. This is his second letter. I looked up his name in our emails, and he did send another email. Um, that it was cute. Okay. But, um, this has been a you know sickening letter for the culture segment, honey. If y'all mm-hmm. have any letters, make sure y'all send it in to. Um, but bitch, you ain't emailing shit. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I want to do that. But go to fortheculturepodcast.com slash content. Contact and let us fucking know <laughs> for sickening t- content. Okay, <laughs> absolutely. Get it together, ho. All right, Miss Message, Message, Message for the culture. My message is to do what I was saying earlier and set boundaries for yourself. And this is preaching to anytime this message is, it's literally <laughs> preaching. It's preaching to myself. A page out of your book. Okay, the librarian. Um, but yeah, just set boundaries for yourself. Yes, you have to work hard, but you m- make sure you play hard too. Because you don't want to end up 
you know, at death's door like Barbara Bush and just... Oh, my God. And just, you know, look back at your life like, damn, I was so focused on the next coin, the next coin, the next coin, and I didn't spend my time living my life. And so that's what that's what I'm on. I'm on, you know, being smart about your career, but also enjoying what you have worked for. Oh, look at this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> we up in this bitch. We up in this bitch. We finna get crunk. Okay, here on fleek the fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, my message is stop doing reaction videos. Oh no, my I'm God. kidding. <laughs> Let me start because y'all won't be able to make no money. Dead ears, right? <laughs> <laughs> they channels would die. Oh my God. Oh my God. I, um, but my message is for this motherfucker. Matter of fact, my message is a donkey of the day. Don't I'm giving Charlemagne the give- fucking God donkey of the fucking day. For taking my goddamn mayonnaise music. Mayonnaise music. So yesterday, Charlemagne the God, well today, Charlemagne the God dropped um, mayonnaise music on The Breakfast Club. And he was, I think it was a video with him and Vince Staples. Yeah. And they were just talking. And the clip... And the clip is on YouTube. It was at the four four minute and ten second mark. Oh, she got the fucking timestamp on you, girl. One <laughs> about the good Jays gave it to me and gave me the timestamp. And um, you will see my comment at the top because I commented on it. Okay, so you know if it's that girl, it's that video. <laughs> so Charlemagne the God said, mayonnaise music," and he didn't even sound comfortable saying it. So I don't know if you're listening to For the Culture Podcast. If you are, I need for you to say that you're listening to it. You be having all these other hoes on your platform and shit. You can tweet and say, hey, I'm checking out the newest episode of For the Culture Podcast. I am a fan. I'm a stan. You can do that. <laughs> or, um, Lenard, what you could do <laughs> is shout out my blog, kingofreeze.com. Now, you all have mentioned me before on um, Breakfast Club during the Sheree incident where okay. you all said that um, about Sheree selling those $5 pictures. But I need you to say my name. Damn, I remember that. Say, say my name. Say my, my name. name. But let me tell you something. I don't want you to do it in the, um, like, Beyonce had my ass on no goddamn big-ass screens on your um, show. I don't give a fuck about that dumb-ass shit. Bitch, you need to at me so you hold know where the fuck I'm at. Okay? Because, <laughs> bitch, i send your ass a copyright claim, okay? <laughs> bitch, I'll be sending your you ass. cease and desist. Bitch, listen to me. So, Charlemagne, <laughs> the everlasting goddess. Bitch. But you need to fucking... Respect a queen when you see one, a queer bitch, because you respect use, a queer when you see respect one. a queer when you see one, because you use my shit, and I've been saying maybe m- m- mayonnaise music for oh, a couple of months I during can. my interview. Well, not my interview, bitch. During my video, I don't know why the fuck I said interview. During my video, I had did um talking about what's that girl with the tuna fish titties? What's her name? I can't think of her name, but she was the rapper. Mariah Lynn. No, it's not even. It's another white girl. She was on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, and she was mad about these hoes, um, you know, not supporting her, listening to her, and not respecting her. Because her and Charlamagne had gotten into it because she was saying that she is, like, she got it. She has the music. Like, she out here doing this shit. Okay. I can't think of her damn name. But, but you call her Chanel West Coast. Oh, girl. Yeah, Chanel West Coast. So and Charlamagne had gave her Donkey today, and I had to look up. I had to Google my mayonnaise music. And Charlamagne had said it on when he was dragging her. And I said, mayonnaise music. So that's my shit. I know you got that from me. 
Um, and I need you. I don't know if you heard other girls say it. Like we have literally named one of the episodes of for the culture podcast mayonnaise. mayonnaise. <laughs> That's true. So the girls even know that it came from the Kingeries and it's been featured on for the culture podcast. So I need you to give me an ad, and I will be dragging your ass. <laughs> Sometime in the future about it, because I'm going to give you Donkey Today. So that's all I got oh my God. for that, honey. That's my message. Donkey Today for Charlemagne, the everlasting goddess. Okay, for using knocking my on shit. your window. Open the fuck up. Open the fuck up. <laughs> Open the fuck up, bitch. Y'all let me. What you need to do is you need to email me, justinatkinkareese.com, and have a bitch on the breakfast club. Whatever <laughs> the fuck you can do, because I'm going to be that critic that's going to give it to you and not be um, bitch, transphobic. Nah, that shit would be fucking... Girl, listen. <laughs> I won't be transphobic with like, home girl from Loving Hip Hop Miami, bitch. Oh, I would never God. do that. She was really on there saying tranny. It was a lot of fucking shit. She was shit. trash as fuck. That is not a word you use to describe trans people, okay. trans men and women that was garbage as fuck. But, you know, she don't have no friends that's going to educate her, get her, get me body, get you better. <laughs> get me better. Please. <laughs> Bye, bitch. Bye, bitch. <laughs> okay. Don't win that award. <laughs> <laughs>